What's up, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo Esports podcast. My name is Josh, aka JK Fire. This week, I'm joined by the man in the uh, Pro Talk Flex Fit hat, right? That's what you're wearing? Uh, yep. Available yep. on the That's Pro Talk the store. Exclamation point merchant chat. Uh, Will, aka I am Mr. Mayhem. Will, before I get into like talking about the episode number and all that, because I obviously didn't do that correctly. Uh, Will, how are you doing on this Monday evening? I'm doing all right. Doing all right. How about yourself? Very tired. Yeah. Very tired. Uh, but yeah, it was a travel day today. I fell asleep on accident. I'm very tired. But we are here. We're here to talk about an event that happened. And that's what we're going to do. Okay. Um, the title of this, this is episode 294 for the week of July 2nd, 2023. The title of this week's episode is making history HCS Arlington major post show. Um, before, before I get into anything, welcome back. Everybody who's turning into live show. We have Riz. Welcome back. Ashley Blair. Welcome back. Uncle pumpy, uh, Holt hammer and Wes. Hope you guys are having a great fucking day. Great night. Uh, absent. Welcome back. Um, yeah, we got a lot to talk about. So will, without further ado, do you want to know what's on this week's episode of the show? As always, what do we got? We have our HCS Arlington post show, including a breakdown of the entire event before we get into it, which is what we're going to start the show off with. Actually, we're going to start with our topic. We're not, we're not going to start with news or anything like that. We're going to jump right into the topic before we do so. I want to just make the following point known. Um, this post show is going to be ever so slightly different than post shows we've done in the past. Uh, gamer score. Thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. Um, typically when we do post shows, we do like breakdowns of specific series that happen. We call it notable series throughout the event. Um, we are actually going to be saving that to next week. Okay. We're going to save that to next week. Um, obviously we're going to go through the results. We're going to talk about like cool things that happen, so on and so forth, but we're going to save the breakdowns of the series to next week. The main reason is because I literally got back today. And I didn't have time to go through the series again to take further notes. So Will did take some notes. We're going to save everything to next week. So that's just a heads up. This episode of the show, this post show that we're going to be talking about is going to be mainly dedicated to the event itself, the event overall. And Will, I'm really excited to hear your thoughts as a spectator from a home point of view, because all of my points are from being there. Sure. Um, so, without further ado, Will, let's get into our topic of this week's episode of the show, which is our HCS Arlington Major Post Show. We're going to start with basically the positive. Once we get through the results and everything, and once we get to the overall thoughts for the tournament, that's where I have some pre-written words ready to go. Um, this... From everybody that I talked to at the event, um, Wes, thank you so much for the sub. That is greatly appreciated. Three months. Thank you so much. You get a woo! And I apologize. My voice is fucking dead, too. Blue Panda, welcome back. Good to see you. I'll read uh, Wes's comment Please as well. do. Please that do. A, sh a show so good, I just had to subscribe. On a serious note, thank you both for the amazing content. I don't know what I'd do with, without 
my weekly HCS podcast. Thank you so much, Thank Wes. Thank you very that much. Really, really appreciate it. Thank you yes. so much. Uh, Chugonautics. Hey, everyone. First time here live. I've been listening for a year. Thank you so much Thank for you. taking the time to listen, man. That's awesome. Welcome to the live show. Um, show enough. Welcome back. It's good to see you. Hope you had fun at the event. Um, okay. Back to what I was saying real quick. Um, for those that I talked to at the event, I, you're going to understand that this, my thoughts on a lot of this are going to be negative. Um, again, this is just, my points are from a spectator experience at the event itself. Okay. Um, there was good. I need to make that known. There was good, but in my opinion, there was a lot of bad. Um, so I, like I said, I have, I have a written section prepared because I wanted to make sure my point was put across, but not in an overtly negative way before I get into all that. But again, we need to focus on the positive first, which was inherently the gameplay, which in my opinion, and Will, you can correct me if I'm wrong here, but the gameplay was, in my opinion, some of the best, if not the best we've had in competitive Halo in a very long time. Yeah, watching from home and just having the series basically to go off of, it was extremely exciting to watch this weekend. It was just incredible gameplay all around. It absolutely was. Brooks, welcome back. J-Rags, welcome back as well. Too bad for my optic. What a great tournament. Hey, the running joke on this show is that my predictions are always wrong, right? Mm -hmm. They were inherently all wrong, basically, <laughs> except some pool play stuff. But I don't fuck it. Honestly, and this is going to sound crazy coming from me right now, I don't give a shit about predictions right now. I don't. Because the gameplay was so fucking good and the upsets were so amazing that... People can yell at me for, oh, you fucking see, told you so, blah, 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 optic were shit. It, like, I don't fucking care. We have a lot to talk about. Uh, Day, welcome, says, listen on the podcast all the time, but rarely catch it live. Love the energy you bring to the game. Thank you so much, man. Thank you for being here. Greatly appreciated. Um, who won the 1v1? Bound. Bound, yeah, the showdown or the, the show match series. Yeah, bound. Uh, Calvinator, thank you for the follow. Schlags, thank you guys for the follows. Thank, welcome thank to the live show. Okay, so with that, Will, again, for those that are just tuning in, we will be breaking down the actual series next week, okay? We're going to be breaking down the actual series next week, so please just keep that in mind. Shelly says, man, I'm not going to lie, that uh, Centenegra roster went crazy at Arlington. We got a lot to talk about, dude. So, Will, I have, uh, if you have any extra you want to add here, please do. This is all that I had, okay? Okay. So. Get my notes up. Please do. So for the, I have this split up. Uh, so we're going to go through series breakdown real quick. Um, and I have this split up between open bracket, pool play, and championship bracket. What's up, Maddie? Welcome back. So, Absent says that chain chomp sticker goes hard. It really fucking does go hard. It's right on there, baby. Last one, too. Shout out, PD. Um, in open bracket, I have ascending baseline. That those the, They're two series I have listed here. Because... Ascending baseline eliminated falling esports from the tournament. And that team, if you don't know, falling esports included Ace and Kratos. So, you know, I had to include them there. But a big reason why I included that series here is because it was a it was a game five. It ended in the game five. Um and ascending baseline, eliminating falling esports, ascending baseline able to continue their run. Um, not only that, but they eventually make it into pool play. 
which was pretty fucking cool. The other series that I have in open bracket was Ascending Baseline going up against Proton Gaming. And the reason why that was important is because Posey got his revenge on Proton after he got dropped. And that was a sweep. So... That I, if you go in the show notes, exclamation point, show notes and chat if you're watching live or it's in the description of the audio version or YouTube VOD, go, go into the show notes. There's a link to a clip, I believe, by noobcombo.com. As a matter of fact, check out noobcombo.com for all your Halo Esports <laughs> needs. There's a clip there that they, they go off. They go off. Jagged welcome back says humbling defeat for sure. It was. It absolutely was. Will, do you have anything from uh, any other series from the open bracket real quick? Uh, no. Okay. So, again, Ascending Baseline, they made an incredible run. Um, they made it into pools as well. Uh, people may ask, why didn't I put status quo in here? Uh, because they, I don't think they had some real, like, notable open bracket matches. Uh, and that's not to, like, I want to make sure it's known that I, I was right about status quo making it into pools. Okay. Yeah. That the fact that I don't have series to talk about for them isn't a bad thing. It's like they, I just expected them to be here. Um, Danny Phantom, with the four month resub, you get a wow. Thank you so much. Greatly appreciated. Good to see you. Ascending baseline eventually ran into some trouble. Oh yeah, just a little bit, just a bit. Oh that was oh that was uh, wow, that was a pun, and I didn't realize that at first, and now I hate everything. Thanks, Fabled. <laughs> Greatly appreciated. What's up, Austin? Welcome to the live show. Good to see you. Thank you for the follow. Greatly appreciated. Um, moving into pool play. Again, Will, if you have any extra, please let me know. In pool in pool B, uh, Complexity defeated G1 3-2. Complexity fucking, like... I don't know, man. Complexity, we're kind of on one. You know? They play pretty fucking well. They made it into pools as well from open bracket. They did their thing. And they defeated G1, uh, formerly Hive, formerly Avengers. I still love that roster, by the way. Glad they got picked up by G1. Um, but yeah, that was... I know pools are pools, but that was a little bit of an upset. Uh, pool C was Optic going up against Status Quo. This ended in a 3-1 going to Optic, but what's up, Zarners? Welcome back. And Topher as well, and Godzilla. If you guys go back and watch that series, again, we'll break the series down fully next week. I just want to make sure for new people coming in, we understand that. And while it ended in a 3-1 going to Optic, if you watch that series, those games were fucking close. Real fucking close. Okay? So... Shout out status quo. Unfortunate that they lost, but hey, chins held high. Because not only that, you got third place in your pool. Okay? And you made the pools in the first place. It's fucking rad. And then in pool D, I had Cloud9 going up against Native Red. Talk about another team that had an unbelievable run this event. Cloud9. Yeah. Like, I don't think, I don't think anyone saw this one coming. Um, Native Red officially having Bohm on the roster now in place of Druck because Druck is having visa issues. So there's that. And then I didn't even get to the Native White scenario. That was fucking, oh my God. Um, Gary Snacks, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show as well. But Cloud9 beating Native Red in Pool D 
winning that series three to two. Will, do you have any other series from pool play? Um, the ones I wrote down, the first match of the day on mainstream was Quadrant versus, versus Sentinels. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just wrote, how will the arrival of Boobadoobo and Falcata mesh with Spartan and Lethal? which we got to see a little bit in that series. And then will Quadrant perform to their previous level that we saw at the last LAN. Yes. Um, and, you know, that one went to a game five. Like you said, we'll break down everything next week. Yep. Um, but just a really exciting game to kick off the major with. Uh, next up, we had Native White versus Native Red. Uh, first look at Native White with the the sub coach. and um, With Trey. Trey, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, see how Native Red did with with Bohm after being holy crap. Yep. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll we'll shout it out in a second. All right. Go ahead. Um, so yeah, uh, Native Red obviously seeing if they improved with Bohm since the last series or last major land. What the fuck am I saying here? It's okay. Words are hard. Um, yeah, and with that one, you know, I think it was shown pretty early that it just Native White wasn't going to play to the caliber that they can. Yes. This event. So let's quickly, real quick here, Godzilla, thank you so much for the five gifted. That is awesome. And you know what? Fuck it. We'll do it live. Woo, 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 woo. There it is. <laughs> thank you very much, man. Greatly appreciated. That is super, super nice of you. That Thank you. Um, let's talk about Native White for a second. So we made our predictions. Again, they're always wrong. We we made our predictions thinking that nat- that thinking that every roster that had been made would be their full roster. Mm-hmm. Okay, plain and simple. Um, we didn't necessarily see this. Co- what the fuck? Oh my god! Godzilla with ten gifted. I'm tired of shit, but fuck it. We do it just, live. Just go for it. Woo, 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 woo. There it is, Godzilla. Thank you so much for the 10 fucking gifted. Insane, man. Way too nice. Way, 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 way too nice. Um, and then also I missed, hold on one second. Jungle Tactics, you're welcome for the stickers. Thank you for being here. Greatly appreciated. I didn't miss you. Trust me. Um, and then also uh, Hero, you had asked, yes, that is true. I confirmed with Mickman. So let's talk about the native white situation. So barcode was denied entry in the United States. Um Therefore, Barcode was unable to compete at this event. Uh, again, we made our predictions thinking that all the rosters that had been made on Faceit would be the rosters that would be competing. Um, that did not happen for Native White. Uh, therefore, Trey, their coach, had to step in and play for them or for Barcode in this event. Um, and Callus, shout out Callus, uh, became a last-minute coach for Native White, as a matter of fact, which is fucking cool as well. Now, Hero had asked, was it true that on the watch party, the scump watch party, that Shotzi said that he had been reached out by Native to play in, in barcode spot? That is true. Um, I spoke with Mickwin. That is true because we know how trolly Shotzi can be sometimes. Um, but yes, that is true. He was reached out to, but unfortunately he was unable to because he is under contract with the CDL. Even in the offseason, he is still under contract. He was unable to compete for them. Um, so there is that with that in mind, I will say like, again, without breaking things down fully, like I will say Trey actually played pretty well. Yeah. Okay. Like he stepped in and he did the best that he possibly could given the situation that that team was put in. Exactly. And so shout out Trey for doing what he had to do. Um, it is unfortunate that that's the way it happened, but it, it is the way that it is. Um, 
Fabled say uh, Fabled says Collect said in his stream today that Trey doesn't even play Halo. He was also delayed and couldn't scrim on LAN either. It doesn't surprise me at all. Daddy with the five biddies, thank you. Welcome back, Daddy. And uh, an extra bit for each time I almost killed you because of the GPS. Yes, that's true. Daddy literally almost killed us twice. He drove on the wrong side of the road and he almost hit a median. It's a true statement. Damn. Yep. <laughs> I'm just giving you shit, Daddy. You know that. Um, it was all fun. It was all fun. Um, so really unfortunate for Native White. Um, I really feel for them. I, I was rooting for them so hard, especially after that collect pickup. Um and it's just, it just fucking sucks the way that these things happen, you know? Yeah. It just absolutely sucks. So with that in mind, um, so I just want to quickly, we're going to jump to the pool play results, okay? Let's just do that real quick, and then we'll get to the championship bracket. Sound good? Okay. All right. So in pool A, we had FaZe taking a 3-0, expected, right? Um, Sentinels going 2-1. Uh. I wasn't necessarily expecting this. I thought Quadrant was going was to take second in the pool. But, hey, shout out Sentinels. It, it, really quick here. Also, Peanut, welcome back. Real quick here. I need to give a incredible shout out to Spartan. Um, he played out of his fucking mind. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he played out of his fucking mind all weekend. That kid was on one. And it... it it's just, it really felt good because I, I was, I was touting on the show last week that I thought that the teams that were like that either stuck together as their core four or made a singular change would do better than those that made massive changes. Clearly I'm wrong and that's fine. I'll sit here and take that. That's 1000% fine. I'm happy. I'm wrong in this regard. Yeah. Um, it seemed like Spartan was back to being a slayer again mm -hmm. and lethal did just lethal things. Yeah. That he, he, it felt like they both fell into their old grooves when they were at their best. Yeah. That's what it really felt like to me. And then Spartan or not Spartan, uh, Boo Boo and Falcade had stepping right in and having chemistry already. I think it, it just clicked. It worked. I was talking, I was talking to Chig and I'm like, I, I swear to God, it feels like it just feels like vibes are better. It feels like a breath of fresh air for this team. And you can put all the shit to the wayside now and focus on getting better as a team. And considering how well they placed at this event, that just makes me even more excited for them. Because one of the things I hate the most about this scene is how often roster changes happen. I, I know I may, be, I may feel like I'm stuck in my ways on this. And I know that some team changes obviously work better than others. It's just I love the feeling of, I love the feeling of rosters sticking together and trying to work things out as a group and just try to get better together instead of like, oh, we placed poorly at one event and now let's blow it all up. You know what I mean? I, I hate that. So seeing, and yes, I, I saw a hero that lethal tweeted that he had a crumb of fun. Um, it's just, they've it, honest to God felt like that. They were all clicking. The vibes were good. And there, there's nothing I want more than that. And like, I know Spartan gets a lot of shit online, and I know that, like, I've disagreed with him on a lot of things, but he, I'm so happy for him performing the way that he did and, like, you know, getting that monkey off your shoulder. And it's as dumb as that analogy sounds, but, like, yeah. getting that monkey off your shoulder, putting everything to the wayside, and just showing the fuck up. 
And he really did. So Tyler, shout out you. Shout out Sentinels, man. They played remarkably well this this weekend. Yeah, he had a couple pop off moments where he was he was getting loud, and you know he's feeling it and in the zone when he's getting loud on the stage. And it that's was the, great. That's the beautiful part is hearing him scream. Yeah. It's just like oh, it's fucking on now. <laughs> it's on now. Um, Quadrant going third, going one and two in their pool, and then ascending baseline, who did make it into this pool. They did not win any match. They were eliminated with a nine through twelve finish of the turn. Wait, no, actually a sixteen through twenty. Um, wait, no, four, four. What the fuck am I trying to say right now? Thirteen through sixteenth placing. Oh my god, there's sixteen teams. Idiot, fucking count. God. I'm telling you, man, it, I'm fucking tired. Okay. Yep. yep. Um, in pool B, Space Station went 3-0. and That was expected, right? What was not expected was Complexity coming into this pool and going 2-1, and one, getting second in the pool. Because I thought G1 was going to take second, but they actually went 1-2. and two. They took third. And then unfortunate for Navi because yet again, things didn't work out in the end. They went 0-3 and, and were eliminated from the tournament. Anything you want to say here before we move on, Will? Yeah. Um, didn't see complexity doing that well in the in the pool here. Yeah. Obviously didn't know that where they would be placed after the bracket. Correct. But, um, yeah, good good for them going two and one. Uh, for some reason, I'm actually spacing. G1 was the old Avengers roster, right? Correct. So. Avengers or Hive, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. I guess we haven't seen much out of Hive anyway. Sure. So, surprising, but not too surprising. Onwards and upwards. Yeah. Right? Um, but again, shout out to Complexity. You know, I've been I've been critical of players. I've been very critical of players on that team. But seeing them do what they were able to do, I got to give credit where credit is due. So, good for them. That's awesome. Um, in Pool C, Optic Gaming went 3-0. and Again, this was expected. We had Shopify Rebellion. This was expected. Getting second, going 2-1. and um, Status Quo made it into this pool. And as a result, they took third. They went one and two. And this is where I was hoping they were going to end up, either in in pool C or pool D, because I'm sorry for Six Karma and Bittersweet. This is where I thought they were going to be eliminated anyway. Um, Six Karma went 0-3. They were the Mexican roster that that took the place of Luminosity. And we're going to talk about that situation later as well, because fuck. Um, But either way, Six Karma, they were there. They went 0-3. Um, so shout out to status quo, um, making it through pools into the championship bracket. That is awesome. Really good to see really excited for them. And, uh, yeah, I think this pool was the most predictable in terms of what, how things went, you know, fair, um, pool D talk about things that were not predictable. Cloud nine came into this pool as a matter of fact. And they win it 3-0. Uh, real quick, let's catch up on chat. Daddy says that. Well, became, I even became a Spartan fan after this. His biggest critic turned respectful fan. Yeah, he yeah, he was definitely Spartan's biggest critic. Yeah, um, Spartan, he is a great player. You know, sometimes his Twitter antics get in the way of his perception. and Not, not his perception, but how he's perceived, you know. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, yeah, I think he's he's got tons of potential just to he, he, yeah. Um I hope bigger and better things for Spartan in the future. Absolutely. Akuza says I ordered a Sentinels jersey because of this. Good, as you should. And it says uh, also my god this HGS had a lot of swearing. Good because fuck it. Let the players passion thrive. You know, let that shit 
show through. I know I swear a lot in this show, and if you if you're new here, know that I swear a lot on the show. It's what I do, and I'm not going to change. Um, but like, let like let it fly, man. They're there to compete. They're there to have fun, and when they win, they're fucking they're hyped up, man. Let it fucking show. Um, Snag, welcome back. I know you said you're not able to hang out, but I appreciate it. Hope you have a great one. Thank you for being amazing this weekend. Um, uh, daddy, I won't comment on that, but that's awesome. That's really cool. White's edge. Welcome back. Good to see you. And then game crazy. Welcome back. Sorry. I missed you earlier. Corey. Good to see you as well. Um, yeah. Cloud nine, man. Cloud nine. They were on cloud nine. Yeah. After what happened here, I didn't see this coming. I, I thought I, I honest to God thought that after how native red performed at Dallas, that they were like, I thought native white were going to win this pool. Okay. If I'm, if I'm remembering my predictions, I thought native white were going to be taking a little bit of a step forward. They got collect on their roster. Again, my predictions were based off rosters being full, right? Like the way that they were supposed to be. Right. I thought native white were going to win this pool. And I thought native red, were going to get second. Uh, that didn't happen at all. The only thing that happened was bittersweet going 0 three still shout out scoop Meister. I'm really sorry for how that thing happened, but it is what it is. Um, you're still amazing and fucking heads held high. But Cloud9, I, wow, 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 what a showing. Um, they had to be feeling themselves for how things were going with them. So I just have, I want to give a massive shout out to Cloud9, making it through open bracket into pool play, taking num- taking the top spot in their pool. Incredible. Yeah, huge. Um, native red taking second in their pool, going two and one native white scraping by getting third in the pool, going one and two. And then again, bittersweet going O and three. Anything else you want to talk about for pools? Well, before we move on, no, all right, sweet. Let's go to the championship bracket again. For those that are tuning in right now that are new, we will be breaking down the series in full next week. Okay. We have a lot of other stuff to talk about, but I promise think of this like a post-show two-parter. Okay. Think like that. There you go. But championship bracket, winners round one. Cloud9 going up against Shopify. Um, I have a revamp Cloud9 coming out of basically nowhere to win against an established team in a game five fashion, no less. I was really high um, after I had come to the dumbass realization that, oh yeah, Shopify picked up Cycle, you fucking idiot. Like, I was high on Shopify. Yeah. Right? Me too. Yeah. And uh, it, that it Cloud9 were just better at this moment. They just played better. So again, shout out cloud nine. Um, winners round two SSG going up against optic. If you go back. So here's, here's how, okay. SSG's basically had optics number, right? That's kind of how it's felt through tournaments past. Yeah. Optic were playing very well leading up to this series. Okay. Uh, J rags. Trust me. We're going to talk about it. We are going to talk about it. Mostly Josh. Cause he was there, but yes, but we'll we are going to talk about it. Um, and it's not good, but that's besides the point. We're talking about gameplay right now, which was phenomenal. SSG went against optic optic up to this point was playing very well. They were playing what appeared to be like, oh, we're going to dominate everything. This is how we play. 
You can't stop us. We're back. Mentals are back and like back and locked in. We're in. Then SSG showed up and we're like, ha 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 ha. Fuck you. <laughs> um, optic basically looked terrible from the get go. Um, nowhere near what we were expecting, especially considering their pool pay performance earlier in the tournament, just winning outright. Uh, SSG took them to task. It wasn't even, it really wasn't close. So SSG, they know what they're here to do. Optic also know what they're there to do. Like the whole point is to win, right? And Optic did not win that series. It was a sweep 3-0. Losers round one, we had Quadrant going up against Shopify. Obviously, we're going to be talking about Quadrant a lot, okay? We're going to be talking about Quadrant a lot for good fucking reason. I'm so happy. I'm so fucking happy. So in losers round one, Quadrant went up against Shopify. Quadrant beat them three to one. And the thing that I love about this, Will, the thing that I absolutely adore about that series and how this happened is that a member of Quadrant tweeted out after the series had finished, finally got revenge for Worlds. I want you to think about that for a second. That man manifested that feeling of losing at Worlds last year. Yeah, months ago. And came back, had that feeling in his fucking chest that he is not going to let that happen again. And they did not let that happen again. They beat Shopify 3-1. And the thing that I have here is Quadrant getting revenge for their world's loss and holding on to that feeling to feed that will to win. That is some shit. That is some shit that you that you see like in professional athletes. Like that I okay, this may sound like a, a broad and like thing here, a broad comparison. But that's the type of shit that Jordan does. You know? Yeah. He finds he finds something to like fucking latch onto and fuel him. And fuel him. And that's exact and like Jimmy Butler. There you go. Perfect. That's when I saw that tweet, I'm not kidding. Like folks at the venue know too. When I saw that tweet, I'm like, okay. Quadrant. Like I like I had them going forth this event, but they oh boy, if they kept if they latched onto that, this is going to be something special. This is going to be really special. Okay. Um, the other series that I have here in losers round one was Native Red going up against G one. Native Red do clutch it out in a game five. They win three to two over G one. G one are eliminated. Um. Not necessarily earlier than I thought, just they were eliminated. It's unfortunate, but it is the way that it is. Sleepy Fox says, I've only been to Worlds in the Optic Major, so I don't have a lot to compare it to, but it was a bit of a bummer. There really wasn't anything to do outside of watching Halo, which is great, but Worlds had a lot to do, and I would have liked to see booths from the other teams or maybe see Optic do more. Oh, Sleepy, you said it so nicely. You said it so nicely. Just wait. Just wait. Ranson coming. Losers round two. Or, Will, I should ask you, do you have any other series you'd like to talk about before we move on? No. Go ahead. Okay, cool. And please chime in. Losers round two, Sentinels. I did not see this one coming. I didn't necessarily see this one coming because I had native red and, and white taking fifth, sixth this event. 
Okay. I had Sentinels bumped up to top eight because of native white in the whole situation with barcode. It is what it is. But regardless, Sentinels, uh, fucking Sentinels three Odom. Yeah. Sentinels three owed native red. Yeah. Um, on this one, after seeing how Sentinels played against native white in the elimination bracket or round one, I should, yeah. And then, um, how they were go- playing in their pool play, even against uh phase. I believe they, they faced off. Against. Yes, they did. Um, I was kind of riding on that Sentinels high that they're going to, they're going to move through this thing. Yep. Um, and native red just wasn't ready for it. Could not, could not be happier for them. Um, Nate, I, but that's the thing. It's like, I was high on native red. I, the, when you prove to me what you can do on a land environment, I put more stock in you, right? I put more stock in your team. I put more stock in my predictions, even though they're always wrong. Like, that's why I had native red where I had them because I thought, okay, Bohm is a solidified member of the roster. Now you placed fourth at Dallas. I would expect you to either stay similar or try to make a bump, right? Yeah. Did not happen here. Um, but that again, I need to give massive credit where credit is due. Sentinels played fucking phenomenal all weekend uh, up until the last point, obviously. And even in that last point, a couple plays go a couple different ways. You may have a completely different outcome in that series. Okay. And that's not just Sentinels. That's status quo going up against Optic and Pools. couple different plays here and there. We may be thinking, what the fuck are Optic doing? Even though they took fifth, sixth this event. That's besides the point. Um... In losers round three, Sentinels again coming through with a 3-0, this time against Cloud9. Cloud9, on the remarkable run that they had this event, they are stopped short here. Um, Sentinels just continuing their ride and, again, just playing really, really well. Then, we had the big one. We had the one where I fucking screamed. <laughs> We had Quadrant going up against Optic Gaming. This is losers round three. Guys, I need you to realize something here, okay? Remember when I talk about manifesting? Remember how Quadrant manifested their loss from Worlds? And they used that to fuel them to beat Shopify in that instance earlier in the event. They did the same fucking thing to Optic. It wasn't pretty. Okay, we will break this down next week. There were plays by, I I am so happy Quadrant won this series, but both teams made some terrible fucking gameplay decisions. It just happened to be that Optic made worse ones or they let Quadrant get away with things that they shouldn't have gotten away with. Like, I'm not kidding. If you go back and watch that series, there were incredibly hype moments, unbelievable plays. There were some boneheaded mistakes. By both teams. But at the end of the day, Quadrant got their revenge from their DreamHack Dallas matchup, which was also loser's quarterfinal in game five fashion. The same thing. Yep. This time eliminating Optic with a fifth, sixth placing. This series, like, I know... I know that, like I just said, that both teams made stupid decisions. This series had everything. It had it all. It came down to the absolute wire in that game five. And, like, you couldn't have asked for a more hype series, right? And at this point, due to that win, 
they had already made history by make, by getting the best placing for an international team at an international event ever. At that point, by getting the revenge on Optic, they guaranteed top four, which is where I had them. Woo. But they just beat, they just made history. It was, you, you couldn't, it was beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. They, they were just, they looked so happy to finally take out Optic in the same way that Optic beat them at the last event. And it, it was like a Cinderella story. You could not have written it better on the page. It was so good. So shout out Quadrant and Optic. Wow. Losers round four. So that was the end of Saturday. Okay. Yep. That was the end of Saturday's matches. Everyone's super pumped up. It was incredible. That was the end of Saturday's matches. We come into Sunday and after the one V one fucking show match, whatever, uh, after the award ceremony, we had the first match of the day and it was quadrant going up against Sentinels. And Quadrant beat them. Quadrant continued their historic tournament run. Not satisfied with fourth, they eliminated Sentinels, and they guaranteed, again, making history yet again, they guaranteed top three. They guaranteed top three. Daddy, don't fuel that shit. I know you're fucking trolling, you ass. Stop it. <laughs> oh, my God. This is a whole conversation previously. It's a oh, fucking... Yeah. Real quick, real quick... Guys, I'll I'll get to it in my like tournament shit, but like I just need to say this right now. Yes, we are not right on everything. We don't get everything right on this show. But holy fucking shit, people on Reddit thinking that Optic need to drop Lucid and Trippy. That's a real comment somebody made with with detailed explanations as to why. That person's a fucking moron. I'm just gonna throw that out there. I don't care who you are. What the fuck are you talking about? What are you talking about? Oh, you dropped the current MVP of the fucking league and you dropped one of the best players in the game? Oh my God. You fucking idiot. Holy shit. Oh, that, I, could, I, oh, I get so tilted when I read shit like that. Like I said, we don't get everything right on this show. We don't know everything. I'll be the first to fucking admit that. Are you kidding me? But when I see shit like that, who, who do you think you are? I am. Like, what the yeah. fuck was that? What a dumbass comment. Oh, my God. That, El Toro, thank you. That's why you don't read Reddit. Please, people, don't fucking read that shit. I do it because, let me make this record clear. The reason why I'm constantly on Twitter, the re, it, a shit show that is, the, uh, fucking, fuck you, Elon. The reason why I'm on Twi uh, Reddit all the time, fuck, fuck you, Reddit CEO, you little bitch, too is because I fucking have to do that shit for this fucking show. Okay? And when I read when I read these dumbass comments being like you APG's the fucking problem. You need to drop APG. Formal's not it anymore. You need to drop Formal. Oh, that fucking trippy and lucid guys. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. They can't control the sandbox anymore. Get the fuck out of here, you morons. Oh my god. Wow! 
Calvinator, welcome to the live show, says rate limited. What a fucking disaster Twitter was over the weekend. I'm so fucking pissed about that. Holy shit. Back on track. Yeah. Like I I said. I wanted to comment on the optic stuff too. Please do. Please. They're not going to drop anyone. That's. that's I hope not. That's a solidified team. Yeah. I hope Um, not. They could. We'll, we are talking yeah, about this. Like the Pistola shit where they got second and then. Anything can happen, right? Right, right. They could, they could turn around tomorrow and be like, we like all the whole roster. Like anything's possible. I hope they don't make a fucking change. The, my complaint is these people who just make blatant statements like they're the problem. You don't fucking know they're the problem, you idiot. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, I do think they need to. Go back to the drawing board a little bit. Yes. And evaluate what happened this tournament. Why see why the other teams are catching up to them and adapt. Like that's what it's gotta be at this point. I think it's a study film, get get some plays together, change things up a little bit that gives you um an advantage into some of these fights because the phase and space station are just they're countering everything optic does. You come I mean, quadrants countering a lot that optics doing as well. So yep. see what's going wrong in those moments and get it together. The, the talent's there. Yes, We all seen it. Yes. I want to quickly briefly talk about how uh, getting off the optic talking point, because trust me, I'm going to, I'm going to rip their fucking, I'm going to rip their event to shreds later. Um, let me make this point clear. I talked to Scherzi and Gaskin after the event because um, was wondering, like, how do you guys feel about how, like, Quadrant making their historic run, taking third, they get they get they get the floor wiped by the like by uh, SSG wipes the floor with them. Okay, later on in the tournament, okay, they sweep them. It was it, it re- realistically wasn't really close. Um, so how how did this happen? How did they take top three this event? And and I uh, they were talking about how. It's because of the consistency in playing against those teams that they beat. So for Optic, for example, they had multiple opportunities where they were playing Optic, right? So they had learned more about Optic. They had learned about ways they could beat Optic, right? They don't really play against SSG. They don't really play against SSG. They don't really play against FaZe. They don't have that opportunity, right? So when you go up against that team for the first, second, whatever time it is, and you're not fully prepared for what they're capable of doing, that's what happens. So, and I, I loved, I love that. I, I love that talking point from them because it really makes sense. It, it absolutely makes sense. They had more opportunities to playing against those teams that they did beat this event. That was, there you go. It's fair. Absolutely. Um, so there's that. And Matt, if I missed you, I apologize. Thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. Lycan says, uh, formal on an off day or an off event is still 1000 times better than most halo players. He's he's the one of the best console FP, he's arguably the best console FPS player of all time. Um, Keanu says if Quadrant could live in the U.S. for a good three to four months, they would uh, definitely be able to win a major. If they got the scrim time in and practice up more, I could see it. I think the the possibility it, uh, is there. It, it'd be tough though. Phase the way Phase look right now. Phase, real before we get to the end of the tournament, I just want to quickly say Phase look like Sen of Halo Five. Like that's the, that's how they look. And that's scary. That's really, really scary. And I know Daddy's like I know uh, Snag would say that he just wants somebody else to win. It's the same thing we thought during Halo Five times. Like we just want somebody else to win instead of Sentinels winning all the time or CLG Optic Talk Sentinels. 
it, they feel like they're that again. It's scary. Um, Malum says, I think Snakebite really put it best. Infinite isn't really about individual play. It's about the team effort. We've been shouting that out from the fucking beginning. Yep. It's a team fucking game. And there's definitely some evolution that needs to happen, but each team member is still amazing. None are losing gas. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Um, Ugly Shane, Times Knight, and Tetrify. Thank you guys for the follows. Welcome to the live show. Team chemistry goes a huge way. It does. And people who, and I, before anyone says anything, if anyone fucking says that Optic don't have team chemistry anymore, leave. Just leave. I don't want to fucking see you. It's so, because I swear to God, somebody's going to say something stupid and then they don't understand anything that happens behind the scenes. Moving on. Quadrant beats Sentinels. Quadrant take top three. Sentinels take fourth. And again, major, major shout out to Sentinels for getting as far as they did. They blew up half the roster. They bring in the duo of Boo Boo and Falcated, and they rode that high. They just rode it. Lethal, like people, like the tweet said, it seemed like he had a little bit more fun in the game. Spartan was popping off and... You just you couldn't have asked for anything better. Obviously, they would have wanted to get better placing, but like fourth is amazing for them, and I'm super super stoked for what they're able to do in the future. Like I, I this is what I was gonna say. I I feel like a proud dad. Like I genuinely feel like a proud dad in this moment because a team, like I know, like I said, Spartan gets a lot of hate. Like Spartan gets a lot of hate, and like I said, I don't agree with a lot of things that he says, but I respect his play, and. We know that he just wants to get better. He said countless times that he needs to be grinding more than anybody else because um, he doesn't have that talent like a Renegade does or anything like, or a Lucid does. He understands that. And he wants to get better. He wants to improve. He wants to be a better teammate. And it truly feels like this now Sentinels roster, just the vibes were there. I just, I hope that they just stick together as long as possible they work through the minor mistakes that they made and they keep fucking going. It feels so damn good for them to be in this spot. And I'm so happy. Like we make, I'm not going to lie to you. We make prediction on this show to try to be right about them, right? We look at how they've previously placed. We look at how we think they're going to do so on and so forth. We make, predict we make predictions off that, but I couldn't be more happy if that my predictions were fucking awful. This event, I could not be happier. So huge shout out Sentinels and huge, huge shout out Quadrant because in the winner's final, this is where things got, this is where things got weird because in the winner's final, we had one of the closest series we've ever had in the winner's final. We had phase going up against SSG phase went at three to two, went to a game five it was a nail biter. Of course, as it always is. And these, now that Optic was out, of course, these were the la these were the two teams, even though Quadrant, you know, everybody's riding the Quadrant high, like these were the two teams, right? Who wins? People would say FaZe, people would say SSG. At that point in time, I had FaZe winning. I know others had SSG. It is what it is. But this series, while a, a nail-biter, like we're thinking to ourselves, okay, Okay, SSG probably beats Quadrant in the loser's final, and then we get a fucking banger of a grand final. A 
banger of a grand final. If this winner's final being a game five nail biter is any indication, we're going to get a banger of a grand final. Um, also, that phase win was a reverse sweep. It was. It was a reverse fucking sweep. Because that was the thing, too. Games one and two, SSG looked pretty fucking good. We're like, uh-oh, what is happening right now? S- Remember, phase one, Dallas. It's like they're coming off a win at Dallas. They're coming into this event. We just You think, like, what the fuck is happening right now? So they reverse sweep SSG. And Will, I love the analogy that we used all of the time back in Halo 5. Remember we always talked about that CLG Optic Talk Sentinels roster and how even if they're losing, they're the one team that could flip a switch and turn it all around? That they did. That's exactly what fucking happened here. We get to bring it all back. So they reverse sweep SSG. Loser's final. SSG going up against Quadrant. This was a blowout. Um, SSG started hot and they never let up unfortunate for quadrant, but this, while everybody would have loved to see quadrant in the grand finals, obviously it would have been incredible regardless of the amount of SSG fans there. Like we're all riding that high of quadrant too. This was the inevitable end, unfortunately. Um, so their historic run ends here. They get three owed by SSG and SSG are back yet again. In another grand finals. Let me know if you've heard that story before. Then we have the grand finals. For those who don't know, this was a sweep. We went from a game five nail biter reverse sweep series in winner's finals to a grand final sweep by phase to SSG. And while it was close at points, FaZe asserted dominance and proved that they are the best team in the world with back-to-back land wins and in a sweep, no less. And as people have mentioned, yes, that is seven straight games won against SSG. The other thing I want to point out here is, again, we'll break down every series next week. But the one thing I want to point out here, and this may seem like I'm I'm shitting on him when I'm really not, but there was a moment in game four in this grand final, okay? Because obviously SSG were fighting back. Like, they weren't going to go down without a fight, okay? But there was a point where Bound was windmilling his shots. And when he died, it was at that moment that I knew the game was over. It was at that moment that, and Bound is an unfucking believable player. I need to make that known. I'm not trying to shit on him or anything, but there was a moment in that game where he was windmilling his shots, he gets killed, and I, I, at that point, it was like, they're not coming back from this one. There's no way they're not coming back. And they didn't. And it's unfortunate. Is we, of course, we, daddy says, can confirm Josh literally turned to me and said, nah, it's overbound as windmilling and it's in his head. Yeah. It, uh, it honestly felt like that. Oh yeah. And absent makes a good point too. That point on streets, eco looked lost. He had rockets and couldn't decide where to go. Daddy, we talked about that one. Remember that one too? It, 
it's just, it's crazy. The wife just said that uh, we might lose power. So hopefully we don't lose power during the show because I have a rant to get to. Um, apparently it's going to, apparently it's supposed to storm pretty badly here in Minnesota. Um, so just keep that in mind. If anything happens, if the power does go out, we'll see what we can do, but, uh, we'll, we'll keep things going as much as we can. So phase again, it, it may, it may pain others to hear this, but it really does feel like we're back at that point in time. Now, granted, we need to keep in mind here that Optic won back-to-back-to-back lands in mostly dominant fashion, okay? Okay? And at that time, they were the best team in the world, hands down. They are still, believe it or not, I'm going to throw this out there. You guys are going to fucking think I'm crazy. They're still a great team. I know it's insane to think that, right? But FaZe are clearly right now the best team in the league. They have SSG's number. And if SSG have Optic's number and they face off against each other like they have been and, and they keep getting knocked down, Optic that is, then unless SSG learn what the fuck they need to do against FaZe, FaZe are, they are so, so good right now. And it really does feel like, and I mentioned this to Will, it really feels like they're back at, in that Sentinels form from H5. And that was a terrifying roster. And they never lost until Splice came in at the last second, won a few things, but then Sentinels came back. They're they're that fucking good. That the Renegade trade, it's it's it. That's it. And it, I forgot who said it. Um, I forgot who said it on the team. But during a post game interview, uh, they did say like the trade worked out. Like clearly, this is what we were trying to do. We, we want to win. No offense to Tony. Lethal, that is. But they were doing, they were trying to do everything they could to win. And clearly the trade worked out. So. What a run. What a run by FaZe. Will, any thoughts? Yeah, FaZe seems to seem to have gotten back to that form where they look unstoppable and that they can just clutch up when they need to. Um, the renegade pickup was the right thing for them. And we'll see if space station can turn it around because it's gotta be a little demoralizing for them. The way they, they finished off those two series mm-hmm. against phase um, because they have it, they have it too. They could, they could win a series just as easy. Um, you know, they, they were one game away from sweeping phase in the winner's finals and FaZe just flipped it on its head. I'm not, I'm not sh- quite sure what the change was. Um, I remember I was talking in our, in our Discord, and we're like, oh, like, Snakebite's not playing his normal best. Like, he wasn't at his best version yet, and then he, like, pops off with a sniper. Yep. And then it was like, oh, he's back on track, and then FaZe swept. Yep. It, was, it was like, just took one moment, and it was completely over. Um. There, yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of questions moving forward with some of these teams on what happens. I don't know if we go through another round of roster mania after what we saw. I don't I think not. we will. I hope not. Yeah, I, hope, I hope roster mania waits till the offseason. Genuinely. I hope it waits till the offseason. Talking about Optic real quick. It was asked, 
what uh, I forgot who asked it. Let me see if I can scroll up ever so slightly. Um, like someone asked, in, in our opinion, what do you think they're what do you think that they're struggling with? Basically, with optic. Yep. And I love what Show Enough said, where the competition is much better. It's not that optic is struggling, but I'll take it a step further. They are. They are struggling, in my opinion. And again, it's just my opinion. I could very well be wrong, but I truly believe that they are struggling, but not in a way that I see these dumbass Reddit comments thinking they are. I think they're struggling in a sense of their setups being broken and not really knowing how to get it back. We know how they play. They get a setup, they focus on that setup, and they don't want to move away from that setup. Go ahead. I'm going to add one thing, too. Please do. I think another thing that changed was the meta shift with reducing the ammo in the power weapons because the optic was so good at controlling weapons. Mm -hmm. And now that there's less ammo, they're not able to hold their setups as long Mm -hmm. and have that power rush as long as they used to. It's even the playing field a little bit. I could see that. Uh, uh, Pope, Pope Quinton. Thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. Akusa says, I don't know how else to say it, but optic are a very predictable team. It does kind of feel like that. Um, when did they limit ammo? It was a previous update. They uh, they reduced ammo in ranked. Basically, like the the heat wave went from having fourteen rounds to only having one magazine of seven. Yep. Same thing with the bulldog. Um, I think stalker's still the same, right? They didn't limit the no stalker. stalkers less. Stalkers less. As I well, believe so stalkers less, and they're all red rack now. Yep. So they're not coming up as much. Correct. Yep. So there you go. There's your there's your info. Um, so yeah, that, that's why I continually say, and I hope that a change isn't made, even though yes, obviously roster meaning anything could happen, right? We could totally be off base. Who knows? I hope a change doesn't happen because it truly does feel like they just need to focus on fixing their mistakes. Because like I said, we'll break down that optic quadrant series next week. They made a lot of mistakes. Both teams did. I sat there and was screaming like I, I think peanuts said it like when I, what I said, like, do you want to lose this game? Like, that's what I was saying to quadrant. Like, do you want to fucking lose? Because you're acting like you do. You're pushing, you're pushing, uh, as an individual and you're one shot and you're peaking when you don't need to fucking peak. You don't have numbers advantage. You don't have a teammate with you. What are you doing? You're jumping fucking in the, in the little like cubby towards B steps on streets. What the fuck are you doing there? You're out in the open. You're going to get annihilated. You're, you're jumping there. Like there's so many little things and optic did stupid shit too. Like it's just like my problem with optic right now. and And again, I could be completely off base. My problem with Optic right now is that they aren't capitalizing on the mistakes that other teams are making like they used to. They used to capitalize. That's how they did it. They would wait for an enemy to make a mistake first and then capitalize on that mistake. And at least in that Quadrant series, after they lost to SSG, it didn't feel like they were capitalizing on all the mistakes that Quadrant was making. And I feel that that aided in them losing. And like I said, predictions be damned. I don't give a fuck that I was wrong. It's, I'm so happy Quadrant won. They got their revenge on them from Dallas. And like, they got third this term. It's amazing. Yeah, I mean. But if Optic just fixed a couple fucking things, they would have won that game. Well, the, uh, 
that game five, Slayer Streets, right? The, that ending play, basically APG is top of C stairs. I don't know what that, I forget what that little area is called, like Ivy, right? Uh, or Tram. Or Tram. I think it's Tram. Like and up C stairs. Yeah. He's peeking towards Bulldog. He's putting damage in. He's taking damage as well, but they're, they're just popping shots back and forth. Mm-hmm. And I think he has the information that two players are there. What I don't get is that he kept peeking it and not like moving away. And it may have been that he had help on B rail. Sure. But what ends up happening is he gets, damn it, Riz. He gets down to, he gets down to no shield. Yeah. And then the players of quadrant wait for bulldog to come up, giving them advantage in that two man push. Yep. They take APG out. The stalker is up at the exact same time. They get the bulldog stalker, and then they steamroll the rest of the map. They it's just crazy. push because they have the advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was just great play waiting for timing of weapons. Yep. But something's got to be said about, like, maybe APG just grabs the stalker and gets the fuck out of dodge. Like, I don't know why he kept poking and peeking that. And Stop then, ego challenge. Shit, you don't need ego chow. And uh, the B-rail information, the help obviously didn't come through because those players weren't weak pushing APG. Mm-hmm. That goes for Quadrant 2 on my point. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they were was, both doing it. <laughs> um, But yeah, anyway. I just... You're right. Mistakes were made on both sides mm-hmm. of those teams in that series. It just ended up falling Quadrant's way on that on that last game. It did. And, and all credit to them for taking the win. Clearly, yeah. like, they earned the win. Like there's not, I'm not going to ever take away a win from somebody. They right, earned right. that shit, and I couldn't be happier that they did. I was ecstatic. I still am. It's just, it, it's it. Oh man, it it truly. This is why I don't want a change to be made for any team because it's literally singular plays that if you just didn't make that play, if you didn't peak when you were one shot, when you didn't have to. It's it's little things like that. It's it's very minor details that if you clean up, it can completely go a different way for either team. So I they need to yeah, they like you said they just need to get back in the lab and they need to work on their shit. I truly believe that's it. Yeah, I don't think you need to drop any fucking player because you think oh my god they're awful now. And Did they regress? It. Yes. In placing, yes. Yes. In placing, it feels it, they did regress. And in gameplay, there are moments where it definitely feels like they regressed. Yeah. You know, it feels like Optic isn't getting, I don't want to say Optic is getting worse. I think the rest of the field is just getting better. Yes. They are. They are. And that's the beautiful part. Guys, this is what we've wanted mm-hmm. the whole time. More competition. This is what we've been touting ever, like basically since the inception of the show five years ago. We want the competition to get better. That's all we've ever wanted. And now we finally have that. And now people are shitting on them because they didn't place, they didn't win. Like every team is getting better in this regard. And that's exactly what should be happening. We... The last thing we necessarily want is for a team to win every single event every time. No offense to Sentinels now phase. No offense to them. They're awesome. They're amazing. And if they keep winning, it's because they earn those wins. But at the same time, we want these teams to be doing better so they can keep making these series close. 
and people thinking that Optic are now washed are out of their fucking minds. They're out of their minds. So, yo, PD, welcome back. It's good to see you, man. Thank you for the sticker. Shout out, Chain Chomp. God. So there's that. Riz, Optic need Roy as a coach as well as Lunchbox. <laughs> Dude, that'd be amazing. P-Turn, thank you for the follow. And Gator, thank you for the follow as well. Welcome to the live show, guys. P-Turn, stop. If you're, if you're, I'm just going to say this. If you are, if you're trolling right now, ha 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 If you're not trolling right now, get the fuck out. I don't need you here. Love you too, buddy. Glad to meet you uh, this weekend, Josh. Love you. Hey, I love you too, Ben Jammin. Love you too. And Ben, didn't you, um, oh my God. Did Hakuza you. with the trolls, always with the trolls. Did you win? Correct me if I'm wrong. Did you win the helmet? Or am I, am I dumb right now? Did you win one of the giveaways? I saw you up there. I saw you up there on the... Please don't bring it up. I'm begging. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Then I, I apologize. If, if it was a loss, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I loved your comment, though. You can't teach ice or, or whatever he said. It was so fucking funny. Like, that was, that was fucking hilarious. Uh, Loki Redman, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. Lost the game 7 pit for the graphics card. Oh, that's right. That's right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's unfortunate. I'll behave now that troll was too much for me. It's okay, Akuza. It's okay. I threw up all over main stage. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, no, but shout out Ben Jammin. Fucking awesome to meet you too. Such a vibe. Such a vibe. Um, okay. Results. Let's get to them. The FFA. Will, do you want to run through these? What? It's going to be up. going to be up. I'm sorry. We skipped. It's okay. I apologize. Here we fault. go. My fault. FFA results. In eighth place, we had, uh, I'm going to go with Echo 2K. Seventh went to Gunplexion. Sixth, switch it up. Fifth, is that CCM Clay? Mm-hmm. Fourth is Glory GG's. Third is Fluriously. Second is It's the Last Shot. And first went to Stephen Goobs. Thank you very much, Will, for going through that. And congratulations to Stephen Goobs on winning the fa And also... Since we're on the topic of positivity for the moment, uh, huge shout out to LVT for casting the FFA finals, as a matter of fact, along with all the other stuff that LVT did over the weekend, because they're amazing. Shout out LVT. Go sub to them too. Um, Godzilla says, I won the helmet at the end. I also told you about the optic cup. Yes, you did. And thank you. I appreciate that. And congratulations on winning that helmet. It was fucking awesome. Um, Sorry, buzz. I'm gonna have to hop off. Hey, you have a great night, Daddy. Daddy, it was a pleasure meeting you as well. Thank you guys for being such uh, wonderful hosts as well. And uh, fuck you for your driving. It's <laughs> fucking awful. Love you. <laughs> um, we already went through pools. We already went through the bracket, basically. Uh, so let's go through the results. Will, do you want to read through them for me, please? Sure. 13th through 16th, we had Bittersweet, Six Karma, Navi, and Ascend Baseline. 9th through 12th, Native White, G1, Shopify Rebellion, and Status Quo. Huge shout-out, SQ, baby. Huge shout-out, SQ. Let's go. 7th and 8th, we had Native Red and Complexity. 5th, 6th, Cloud9, and Optic Gaming. 4th went to Sentinels. 3rd, Quadrant. 
The Dream Run. The Dream Run. Uh, second, Space Station, and first goes to FaZe Clan. The other thing I want to point out real quick is that Quadrant were making a literal Cinderella run from Loser's Bracket. They started in Loser's Bracket round one based off their performance in pool play. They didn't lose in winners to get dropped to losers. No, they started Loser's round one. And they got third this event. Teams are only getting better. Holy shit. Will, we had some awards for this event. Yes, we did. As a matter of fact. Uh, best player went to Snakebite. Best objective went to Chick. Best support went to Eco. And best coach went to Elamite. So congratulations to those individuals. Uh, brackets are included along with all of the VODs. Everything is included in the show notes. Google uh, the, the fucking, oh my God. Our exclamation point show notes in chat. Uh, the Google Doc of the show notes of the show, that's what I meant to say, is in the audio description for the audio version of the show. It's also in the YouTube description for the VOD on that's going to be on YouTube, so make sure to check it out there. All of the links will be included. So all the brackets, all the VODs, it's all there. And all the highlights, as a matter of fact, as well. Will, ready? I suppose. Okay. Here come overall impressions. Actually, let me say this, Will. Do you want to start? I have a feeling you're going to be much more positive than I am. About the event? Yep. I wasn't there, right? Yep. No, I, this is this. I want to know your thoughts as somebody watching the streams because I have a great feeling it's going to be a much more positive experience. Yes. The. The. Watching the event was great, just from the fact the gameplay was at an all-time high. It was exciting. We saw so many Game 5s, series that weren't 3-0, upsets in the open, and just craziness throughout the elimination and winner's brackets. Um, very fun to watch. There was some downtime with some technical difficulties. A lot of it had to do with audio, like the mix amps being fucked up or something along those lines versus like technical difficulties. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I know, I think we did have a couple crashes that happened that I remember, but the audio issues, cause I saw so many times the, uh, esports engine guy up there, like plugging in and fucking switching out cables for audio. It was ridiculous. And they even, I think they said in the venue during game one that they had to turn the casters down and the volume of the gameplay because it was messing with the audio in the mix amps. Just fucking wait. So, um, uh, Pure Delight says there was white noise issues on seemingly every PC station. Yes, there was. Smiley with the five gifted, thank you very much. And then uh, Violet Gothic, thank you for the follow. And then in terms of those subs, woo, 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 woo! Thank you for the five gifted. That's so, thank you it's very so nice. Much. So That's nice of you. Yeah, insane. Um, but yeah, back to the viewing experience. It was normal commercials during breaks. The desk had some extra like fun stuff that they went over that you probably heard in the venue as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but an exciting tournament to watch, not having to... I guess I, I know what your thought of the venue is. Mm-hmm. 
So I don't think you know all of them. Being at yeah, being at home and watching the event, it was kind of like every other event. You know, there wasn't any. So it wasn't terrible. It wasn't amazing. Yeah. Okay. Just I think like you like you said, the gameplay carried it. Yep. And the vibes around quadrant and everything else going on, immaculate. Were there skits? Not that I recall. Okay. I was wondering if they played skits during the broadcast because they sure as hell did not play anything of note during, during the actual, like at the venue. Gotcha. Yeah. I don't think there was any skits. Cool. Good to know. Malum. Don't worry. We'll get there too. I have it all documented. I got it all here. Ready to go. Ready for my rant? Oh, there's the thunder. There's the thunder. Let's rant it out before we... Yeah, if we, we lose if we lose power, we lose power. Bear with me here. Okay, here's my preface. I typed this out. Okay? Before I get into anything with this event, please understand that any and all criticism, no matter how harsh it may appear, is all coming from a place of heart and wanting more for the HCS and the competitive Halo scene at large. All of my criticisms are based on the spectator experience while attending the Arlington Major in person. I am fully aware, understand, and respect the massive amount of time, work, dedication, and money needed to make an event run, especially considering this is a major. That does not go unnoticed. And I must also give a massive shout out to all the teams and personnel involved in providing the coverage for the event, including event staff, production staff, talent, LVT, the players, and the fans. With all that said, in my opinion, that besides the gameplay and the people, this event was a complete and utter disappointment. And I would even go as far to say that at times this event was an abject disaster. I already talked about the good. The good includes the gameplay because the gameplay was phenomenal and the people, the players, the fans, the talent, everyone was awesome. Okay. Everything about those two was great. Game crazy. I want you to read what you said and think about that again. If I lose power, we move to discord. How would I move to discord if my power's out? I'm not using my phone. I didn't mean to sound like an asshole there. I'm sorry, but I'm just not going to use my phone. Funky, welcome back. I'm not using my phone. Let's get to the bad. Luminosity being screwed out of a pool play spot due to not being allowed to play with their coach and still no official statement has been put out by the HCS. For context, Barcode of Native White was unable to attend HCS Arlington due to visa issues, and therefore Native White needed to make a pivot and play with their coach, Trey, in order to retain their pool play spot last minute, which they did. Nugget tweeted out the following. If we are Mexicans, there is no emergency help from the HCS. If another region has an issue, everything is considered an emergency for the HCS. Tired of this shit, man. I hope someday we receive the respect we deserve. We do not get our pool play spot, even though we decide to play with the coach. But if the other team has an issue, they respect their pool play uh, and let them get another coach. LMAO. We don't have any issues with any player or, or team. We really support the idea of keeping their spot. What we don't like is that every solution we try to figure out with um, with them, it's like, fuck them. It's not an emergency at all. 
We need to do more paperwork to travel than other regions, and we keep supporting their game, and they turn their backs on us. The thing that irritates me the most about this is that there still has yet to be an official statement as to why this keeps happening. Fix it. Make a fucking statement. It's not hard to do. You do it on Twitter all the time. Make a fucking statement. Shotzi has also apparently said that Native White attempted to recruit him to fill in for barcode, but he was unable to due to being under contract with the CDL, regardless of being in the offseason. Yes, that is true. Confirmed with McWin. PCs using different specs. Spartan said, I don't know who at 343 needs to see this or esports engine or whatever, but for fuck's sake, please get on the same page with PC specs, BIOS tweaks, settings, etc. I was told weeks prior that I'd be playing on the 24.4.3 driver, get there, and it's the most up-to-date one. Some PCs had resize bar enabled and some did not. Some PCs had DOCP standard, which is XMP on, and some did not. Some had core performance boost enabled and some did not. Oh, and some PCs had an AMD 6900 XT and some had a 6800 XT. Figure it the fuck out. Every competitor should be playing on the same PC specs, same BIOS tweaks, and this should all be done for us ahead of time with clear-cut information on what is being done. Yes, yes, and yes. I know I disagree with Spartan on a lot of things, but this... Wow. Competitive integrity at the very basic of standards. The same hardware for every player. It's fucking simple. Figure it out. Let's talk about the event as a whole. The venue layout, it was atrocious. You walk into the front door, right? And there are two security lanes. Two. At every other major and at Worlds, there were far more. Which makes you think, as soon as you walk into the building, something's, something weird's afoot. This doesn't, this is weird. So you check in, you go through one of the two lines of security and the first area that you are in, keep in mind, this is not an open floor concept. Every other major and worlds was an open floor concept. Okay. This was not. Instead, you walk through security and right in front of you is the merch booth. Oh, merch booth. You know me. I love my merch. Yes, you do. I buy all the merch. All of it. All of it. All the time. All the time. <laughs> what if I told you that the only merch at the entire fucking event was half optic, half HCS, and the things that they had there were not good at all. Optic had a singular piece of merch that was quote unquote exclusive for the event. And Will, I got you one of them. It's not a good looking shirt if I'm being totally honest with you. It's going in the collection pile. You it know. is. It is. It was a memorabilia item. Yes. But that's all they fucking had. I DM'd SSG and I'm like, hey guys, am I missing something here? Like, because you, they have the best merch in the game. Let's be real here. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, I, maybe they have something exclusive for this event. I want to get some SSG merch. Maybe Sentinels have something exclusive. I want to get some Sentinels merch, whatever it may be. So I DM'd SSG and I'm like, hey guys. Am I, are we missing something here? Is there, are you guys in like in a different part of the venue? Is there merch here? Is there not? What's going on? And they said, we do not have merch at this event. We'll have them at future ones. I am not going to sit here and speculate as to why other partnered organizations did not have booths at this event. It's a fucking major. 
It's a major. Why did we regress? It's a fucking major. There were no other partner team booths there. The only merch that was available was half optic, half HCS, and it was all shit. Moving on to the second portion of the venue, you go into one set of doors and you are at the feature station and open bracket area. Let me tell you, this was claustrophobic as fuck. You could barely move. I saw pictures. It looked You could tight. barely move around and no fault. Absolute. I need to make this point known because I know people are angry at them. No fault to the officials. No fault to the refs. They were trying to do their job, but you could not watch open bracket games in the fucking open bracket. You were being told to move because they were trying to maneuver and get to where they needed to go. You couldn't stand there and watch a fucking game. What the fuck is this? And then you have feature stations right next to it, right next to it. It was, it was a fucking nightmare. It was a nightmare. Then you go into the other, you go through the other set of doors and then you have main stage. Main stage looked awesome. Main stage genuinely looked awesome. Everything else was fucking awful. Let's talk about the opticifying of the major. There was nothing. There was literally nothing. Did they have branding because they have that building? Sure. That was actually it. There were no extra things for players to do. Yeah, there were some free PlayStations. Whoop the fucking doodah. There was nothing that would make me think that, oh shit, Optic are throwing this event. And that just makes me more upset because if, if this was presented by Optic Gaming, how the fuck was this presented by you? Because you have the venue? Congratulations, guys. You failed. I don't understand how we regressed this much in a major. Optic were supposed to host an invitational in the preseason. You guys remember that? They were supposed to. This major... This major was supposed to be an EU major. Remember that? But instead, they pivot. And I understand you need to pivot. That's perfectly fine. HCS pivots, that's great. Hopefully everything works out. You had months to prepare. You had literal months to prepare. And this is what we're given. This event is what we're given. The gameplay and the people and the talent were amazing. Everything else was fucking just bad. And I, I, so there was no opticifying of anything in the venue. Nothing. Yeah. A um, couple comments in chat. Zarner says, that's honestly insane. I truly expected this one to be the major to go to this year. Fully expected them to have a ton of stuff planned for this. The caliber of org that optic is sets the expectation to be higher than what sounds like was there. This is the worst event I've been to in a very long time. And I can confidently say that. It was from the moment I walked in the door, Will, that I knew this thing was bad. I knew something was wrong. 
as soon as we realized that there were no other merch booths, merch booths at a major, that something was wrong. Um, Malum says, I don't get why there was legitimate gaming chairs with padded uh, folding chairs mixed in. Because play, it's player preference. It is player preference. I just did want to verify that. We've heard that before, that players will switch those out yes. based on what they want. It's fully player preference. It's not because of the venue. Uh, Pack and Black uh, Limba, thank you guys for the follows. Welcome to the live show. I apologize if you don't like me screaming. I understand. Let's talk about food running out. Food ran out consistently throughout the weekend. They were bad at restocking. They literally had popcorn run out. How the fuck do you run out of popcorn kernels? Like popcorn seeds. How do you run out? They ran out consistently. Oh, it's hailing now. Very bad storm. I apologize. The power goes out. I'm going to keep going. Food running out. Food is super expensive. It's a venue. I don't blame them on that, but it's fucking kept running out. It's fucking stupid. Um, technical issues throughout. On the main stage, I could hear myself talk at normal volume. I, you could barely understand the casters and the analysts at the analyst desk. You could barely understand them, if at all. The game was too loud. There was too much bass in there. They never changed it. They never changed throughout the, throughout the entire weekend. You could barely fucking hear anything but the game. And yes, I know gameplay runs like reigns supreme and that's great. But when you have talent there to do their job and you can't fucking hear them. Wow. Then you had issues where you couldn't hear like the game sound cut. There were issues on main stage where the casters completely cut out because of the white noise issue. And you guys could hear them on broadcast. We couldn't fucking hear them. It's just awful. Awful. Lack of additional streams. There were no C and D streams on, on uh, Friday. I did notice that. There were no C and D streams on Friday. Why? Why the fuck weren't there C and D streams on Friday? The fuck was that about? Great job, guys. Pool play matches not being officially broadcasted again. This is the same issue that happened at Charlotte. I already shouted out LVT before. They got broadcasting privileges from the HCS to broadcast those matches at the end of pool at the end of open bracket into pool play. Awesome. On Saturday morning for pool play, awesome. But they weren't officially fucking broadcasted. Again. Just imagine if LVT wasn't there and we didn't get to see what happened with Cloud9's run. You know? Yup. People would have been like, what the, what the hell happened in their running, you know? And that decision wasn't made until the night before. The night fucking before. Not filling FFA lobbies, causing massive inconsistencies. They didn't fill FFA lobbies to be eight players. There were FFA lobbies with five players, Riz being included, and only the top four advance. They had FFA lobbies with four players, and they moved everybody ahead. So a free round, basically. Yep. Wow. What a fucking disaster the FFA was. Shout out to the players who played and won. That's awesome. You guys, like, great job for you. But the fact it was run the way that it was. Wow. Phantom welcome, Shinobi welcome. And then one of the dumbest fucking things I've ever seen that... As folks said, 
perfectly encapsulized how this event was. The grand final celebration. Did you guys see the screens after grand finals concluded in phase one? I guess the the camera's more focused on the players getting up, shaking hands, things like that. Sure. I don't remember the screens much. Well, let's just say that there was jizz all over them. They had the fake fireworks on oh, the screen, yes, the and it was fireworks. all white, and it looked like people were literally fucking coming on the screen. <laughs> there were no, there was no confetti, there was no streaming fireworks or anything like that at the yep, venue. Yep. There was fucking nothing, nothing. I did comment on that in the uh, when we were chilling in Discord. I'm like, oh, I guess there's no confetti, no no. I mean, they got the fireworks on the screen. There's nothing there. Because don't they usually have something that goes off in the front? Yes, and they didn't. There were dead pixels on the main screen, on the main stage for Friday. They got fixed Friday night into Saturday, so that was fixed. That's awesome. But, yeah, that was a problem. Fucking stupid. There were no skits, like you had mentioned. I wondered if they were on the broadcast and we just missed them. No skits. Nothing new there. You couldn't fucking hear anybody. That's awesome. I'm livid. I'm fucking livid. I can't I can't believe this was agreed upon to happen. We're not going to talk we're not going to throw shade at Tashi right now, okay? I'm not going to do that. All right? I'm not doing that. Dust with a 38 month resub. Thank you so much, man. You get a woo! Greatly appreciated. Uh Uncle Rico, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. Uncle Rico. Now let's talk about the ugly. Guys, that the, the bad, that's scratching the fucking surface. That's scratching the surface and how bad this was from a spectator experience at the fucking event. Let's not that's not even talking about all the fucking crashes. That's not even talking about all the the, the blank melees, the bloodshots that were happening with the game. That didn't take any of that into consideration. For fuck's sake. Oh, of course it gets fucking worse. Are you kidding me? Let's talk about the ugly. <laughs> My God. Recharge being removed from all officially observed matches, primarily championship bracket and pool play. This is by Heinz. Heinz said, recharge has been removed from pro pool play and championship bracket, but will remain in the rotation for open bracket. This was due to an observer bug with the map, which made explosions look to multiply along with the map simply crashing as soon as it was being loaded into while having an observer present within the lobby. This was this was shown firsthand in an HRL broadcast where Unishek was added, no reply. Now, that was bonkers to me. Like it no one said like no official statement was made there. A decision wasn't made until the night before. Again. So recharge has been removed. Chillin', thank you for the follow, and uh, KKQ, I don't know how to pronounce your name, I apologize, but thank you for the follow as well. The piles getting banned situation. Mm. From what we have seen, he has been banned from official LAN events since January. I'm not going to get into this. I don't care what anybody else thinks about this, okay? And frankly, he deserved to be banned. Again, if you want to go 
If you want to go back and look at what the fuck he said and shit, go ahead. I'm not going to get into it here. I don't fucking care. It's in the past. Okay. It's pounced. It's pronounced Kaneki. Thank you. I apologize. I thank you. I appreciate you explaining that Kaneki. The thing that irritates me about this is that of course people were upset on Twitter that this happened and there was no official statement as to why. Will, do you remember when Royal 2 was banned for a, what well, was suspended for a short period of time because of the Router 2 shit? Yes. Do you remember that there was an official statement made on Halo Waypoint as to why he was suspended? Yeah. Why the fuck aren't we getting that anymore? You have an official outlet. Use it. All you have to say, literally, I'll make it the easiest way for you. All you have to say is this person broke the code of conduct rule thing, section eight, subsection, whatever. Due to this reason, this player is no longer allowed to play an official competition. Done. That's all you have to fuck say it's that simple but what have we gotten nothing nothing did piles deserve to be banned yes is there an official statement as to why no that's the problem not him getting banned so get the fuck out of here with the oh he's fucking banned the night before the event he traveled here blah 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 he already knew it move on be better and then finally, let's talk about Optic Nation Gold and how much of a fucking dumbass Ponzi scheme shit this is. Oh boy. I paid. Kenny, those were face it. That's besides the point. I'm not getting into this. I don't fucking care. Let's talk about Optic Nation Gold. I paid for Optic Nation Gold, the $50 for the year. I paid for it. The reason I paid for it is because I was afraid because I, like everybody else, I thought this event was going to be fucking insane. Uh, Papa Lucid, I appreciate you being here. I promise I'll get to your comment in a second. Know that I appreciate you. It sucks that Optic placed the way that they did. We hope they bounce back because more competition is better. I'll read your statement in a second. Tickets didn't sell out until like the week before the event. Okay, so yeah. clearly I didn't need to pay for Optic Nation Gold. But let's talk about what you got if you paid for Optic Nation Gold and you got early access to tickets. You got the following. Chillin, thank you for the uh, thank you for being here. Greatly appreciate. And again, thank you for the follow. You got the following. A gold credential. So instead of the green one, it was gold. Okay. And you got a green lanyard instead of the black one. Another supposed perk you were supposed to get is early access to the venue. Guess what they did? They allowed everyone in anyway. It didn't fucking matter if you were a gold member or not. They just let you in. Now, here's the question. Okay, Josh. Clearly, those are pretty shitty perks, if we're being completely honest. They had to have an exclusive merch item for Optic Nation gold members, like the supposed Charlotte exclusive hoodie 
that was not actually a Charlotte exclusive that you can buy on OpticNation.com right now if you're a gold member. They had to have something, right? No. No. They didn't have anything. Nothing. Nothing at all. Optic Nation Gold is fucking stupid. The only reason why I paid for it is because I was thinking that the tickets were going to sell out. I truly thought the tickets were going to sell out. So I bought Optic Nation Gold. I will sit here and admit that I did because I did because I thought they were going to sell out. They didn't until the week before the event. Here we are. Arguably the worst event I've ever been to. The thing that kind of irritates me the most about this is that the fact that there was no VIP. Now you may be asking yourself, why would you care if there's VIP or not? All you get usually with VIP is you get a special area to sit and there's not that many that there's not there there's not that many seats and there's a bar that you have to pay for the drinks anyway. Right. Right? It was what was said in response to there not being VIP. It was what was said that their goal was to create a much better experience for everybody in attendance of the event. They didn't. In my opinion, in my opinion, they failed. 1,000% failed. I may get shit for this. I don't care. It's what we do the show for. I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm unapologetically me. That's the way that it is. If you don't like it, that's fine. I respect it. That's fine. If I were Optic Gaming right now, no. If I were Optic Gaming right now, I'd feel ashamed. I'd feel fucking ashamed. This was an Optic Gaming hosted major, and there was the only thing that set that. I'm going to use this term dead ass. The only thing that was different from this major and others is that it was worse in basically every facet. This was worse. That's my thoughts on the event. Soupy, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. And Smiley, thank you for the gift. And I apologize if I missed that. You get a woo! Greatly appreciated. Now, Optic threw major number three this year, I believe, for COD. Mm-hmm. Same venue. Mm-hmm. I wonder food what was, that me- was like. Food was mediocre, Tay. Food was mediocre. It was event food. What are you going to do? Chillin' says, that was my first HCS event. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Chillin', that, that's the thing, too. I need to make this point known. If you enjoyed your time there, I don't want to shit on your experience of the event. 
this is my experience of the event as somebody who's been to multiple. If you had fun, if you enjoyed everything about it, more power to you. That's awesome. I do not want to take that away from you. Absolutely do not want to take that away from you because that's your experience. This was my experience as somebody who has gone to a lot of these in the past. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I've only been to, what, two? Raleigh and KC? Yes. And it just sounds, trying to, like, I'm trying to picture the setup and everything. It just sounds so un unenjoyable. Part of the excitement, too, was, like, sometimes you'd be sitting for main stage and you'd hear, like, open bracket pop off, like, yells and screams. And you're like, well, let's mosey over there while we're waiting for this next game. It was in separate rooms. And you couldn't even really watch this time. Uh, feeding off the energy of the open bracket is a huge thing of, of these HCS majors. Mm -hmm. um, and it just, it seems so weird to me. And then not having other booths there where it almost feels like your experiences sit and watch the main stage, which you kind of could have just easily done at home and been more comfortable. Yep. I don't know. Yep. The, uh, I see folks in chat. Axel Schiff, thank you for the follow. Welcome. Um, Supit, if I missed you, thank you for the follow as well. Um, and you guys, Axel says he had fun. That's great since this first yeah. event. That's awesome. I'm glad you had a good time. I definitely am glad you had a good time. Um, and then Chillin also said that he had a good time too. That's great. I'm very glad that you had a great time. Supi said, first time watching live, only listen to audio part of the podcast. Love it. Set up. Love you, man. Thank you very much for being here. Really appreciate it. Um, but the, the, what people are saying, no meet and greet. There was no optic meet and greet. Nothing. With the players, with scump and methods, there was nothing. No meet and greet. But also the question would be then, where would they have it? Where would you have the meet and greet? Because were you going to have it at the at the optic merch booth that was basically non-existent? Where would you have this meet and greet? I'd love to know. What a fucking disaster. What a fucking disaster. I'm so, the reason why I'm mad about this and the reason why I'm loud, although I'm always loud and I always swear a lot. And again, I apologize. It's not for you. The reason why I'm so mad at this is because my expectations, honestly, while yes, like I hope that this would be the best one yet. My expectations were of a major, of just a major. It didn't even meet those expectations of a fucking major. This felt like an invitational with barely anything else. This honest to God felt like an invitational with barely anything else. A fucking disaster. I was, I, okay, back to a funny thing for a second. I was called Walshy. Like somebody said that I look like Walshy at the event, which is, that happens more often than not. I don't see it. I think it's fucking hilarious, but there's that. Tiger Tom says, Josh, you don't need to read my post, but wow, we're on the same page. Yep, this time it's a fact. Thank you very much, man. I really appreciate that. Um, obviously, nobody needs to agree with me or anything like that. Everybody has their own experiences. It's the reason why I'm so mad about this is because I want this to be better. We want this scene to grow as much as possible. And I, you hear it all the time from those that are actually there, like working on it. They want 
everything to be better. They want people in seats. This was a fucking nightmare. This event was a fucking nightmare. If you had fun, awesome. I'm very, very glad that you had fun. I'm glad that if it was your first experience that you had a good one. If you did, I'm seriously happy about that. Because I'd never want to take that away from you. I never want to take away that feeling from you. My feelings, though, are that this was easily the worst event I've ever been to. Now, let me preface that by saying I didn't go to Worlds at Burbank, okay? I didn't go to Worlds at Burbank, okay? The balloons and the fucking stands that were empty, I didn't go to that event. I know how bad it was. I didn't go to that one. But out of all of them that I've been to, this was easily the worst one. And you knew from the moment you stepped in the venue. So I'll say it again. If this was supposed to be presented by Optic Gaming, I if I were Optic, I'd be ashamed that this happened. This wasn't, in my opinion, this wasn't fair to fans. Also, let's talk about the hype video. Let's talk about the hype video real quick. Remember the hype video that uh, Optic Gaming released that had Hex in it? And it was, this isn't just any Halo Major. This is the Optic Halo Major. And then you had like the scene where um, they come out with the drum and they're pounding the drum and it's like green wall, green wall. None of that happened. None of that happened. No one came out with the drum when Optic came out to play. None of that happened. There were no hype hyping up Optic moments or any shit about that during the during the event. There was nothing. Akuza says, I saw a stream in like what appeared to be a school hall with tons of people playing Halo. That shit looked way too crowded. Like people could have gotten hurt. It was claustrophobic as fuck. It was literally the open bracket directly next to feature stations. It was claustrophobic as fuck. And you weren't allowed to watch the matches because you were being told to move, which is fine. I'm not, I said this before and I'll say it again for those that are just tuning in. I am never going to blame the officials. I'm never going to blame the refs for this. They have a job to do. It's the way the venue was laid out. It was fucking atrocious. You couldn't watch the games. And what are you fucking there to do? Watch the games. Because guess what? Open brackets not being officially broadcasted. So how the fuck else are you going to know about it? Twitter? When Twitter's fucking going through fucking shit with the rate limits? Fuck you, Elon. <laughs> oh my God. Fear and uh, Zypersonic. Thank you guys for the follows. I don't even care that Optic lost. I don't even care. It's... It, I, because the, the halo that was played was amazing throughout the entire tournament. We've talked about it before. The, the gameplay that was there was amazing. It was everything else surrounding it. That was fucking awful. In my intro to my rant, I said that all of this comes from a place of heart because I truly mean that. It all comes from a place of heart. I know I get loud. I know I get upset. I know I get angry because this should never be allowed. This, what we experienced at this event should have never happened in the first place. You literally had months to plan and this is the product that you put out. You should be ashamed. 
I'm mad that I paid for this. I'm genuinely mad that I paid for this. To the HCS, do better. To Optic, if you ever host a major like this again, step the fucking game up. That is, uh, this is absurd. Wow. That's it for my rant. Yeah. Um, my expectations, right? Mm-hmm. Like you said, they said this isn't just any major. It's an optic major. When, when, when that statement is said, it makes you believe that it's, you're going to get what you normally get plus some. Not less than what there normally is at an HCS major. Um, it's very unfortunate to hear that all that was missing. The other team's booths, there should have been um, just optic content, right? Yep. There could have, like, I know Scump was streaming. Scump and Methods were doing their watch party there. Yeah, but there should have been. And they were in a corner. Right. Um, but there should have been optics, more optic stuff going on, like you said. Uh, the drum thing not even coming out. No, I think that's usually the optic fan base that does that optic doesn't set that up. Themselves. No, they do optic do set that up themselves. They do yes. at other events. Yep. Okay. Well then I'm wrong. It's hitch hitch comes out with the drum. Oh, well there you go. Yep. Um, and you said there's some branding cause it's their stadium. Yeah, that's but, it. But like, so what do you, what do you mean by that? Like there's some stuff on the walls. There's not, like, I know that they, when Optic was on... There was nothing, Will. On uh, main stage, like, the whole thing went green. Yeah, they, the whole but thing changed colors based it. on the teams and based on the map that was being played. Right, right. And it was that was just the stage. But yes, uh, if you want to make these events better, and Justin kind of commented on it there too, uh, SSG is king of fan engagement. That's what you need, fan engagement. If you want to keep people coming to these majors... It's like the fact that you can watch everything at home via streams. There needs to be more at the major than just the gameplay. Yep. In my opinion. Yep. When they said that the the plan is to make things more enjoyable for everybody in attendance and they didn't do that. They failed. They, they straight up failed. They failed. People saying that SSG uh, will host the best invitational. That's the thing. I fully expect, pending technical difficulties, if any exist, like I fully expect SSG to blow this out of the water. And that's a global invitational. That's not even a fucking major. You want to know what else is awesome? You know what else was, was fucking awesome what SSG is doing? So you know SSG is splitting this into two different like venues that are right next to each other? Yeah. The merch side with the activities and everything, that's free. To anyone. That's free to anybody. All you have to do is walk in. That's fucking free. The only thing you have to pay for, for the SSG Invitational is to go watch the games. 
Think about that. Think about that. Well, just imagine some, there's just anyone who's into gaming is in that area. And they're like, oh, this, this event's going on with all this stuff. And like, it could entice people to come in that usually wouldn't. It's not Salt just Lake for City the hard, play, Pat. It's not just for the hardcore fans. It's you for know? every fan. For Yeah. It's for people who may not be fans who could become fans. Yeah, play pads in Salt Lake City, Utah. Not going, no. Uh, the plan is to go to um, Fort Worth, if that's even better. And then Worlds, obviously. Unfortunately, not able to make it to the SSG one. Dates don't line up, which is unfortunate, because it would be amazing to go to that event. And I like how they've, like... SSG has created their own branding around the event too. And it's not just SSG branding. It's like event specific branding. Mm -hmm. It's, it's really well done. So, and that's just so far, we haven't even seen everything yet. Oh, lucid's dad wasn't even there at the event. right? Yeah. He says, Papa lucid here. Sorry. I couldn't make it, but if I had to miss one, well, this was it. And I agree with a whimpering. Well, uh, what a whimpering finish. So sad on uh, optic for being a, the host and letting this be an end to the event. What a bunch of BS. And no matter who wins, they deserve the uh, pomp and circumstances. Every uh, does every other team. Um, happy fourth is a repost for yes. Thank you, tiger. I appreciate that. If you're still here, thank you very much for reposting it. So I can go back and look at it. Um, when I hear that they were trying to make more enjoyable for everyone sounded like uh, I'm not going to read that part. I'm sorry if this offends anyone. Yeah, not, like I said, not going to read that part. Um, no, they need to do better. They absolutely need to do better. That's, like I said, this event, in my opinion, was an abject disaster from a spectator experience. Not, and again, that's not even to go to. That's not even to say all the technical issues that happened as well, especially for the players that were there. It was an abject disaster. Do the HCS and Optic do better? Because this was a very, 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 very poor showing as to what a major should be for everybody involved. It's okay, Tom. Like I said, just not going to read it. Uh, Rampancy, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. End of the event, the grand finals energy was gone. Everyone was all hush-hush because FaZe was winning. I don't fucking care. I don't care who was... I don't care if people were quiet or not. I care about the the jizz on the fucking screens. That's what I care about. I care about fireworks. the, I care about the fake fireworks that look like people were fucking masturbating onto the screens. That's what I care about because that looked like that honest to God looked like people not caring. It looked like people just didn't care. And I hate saying that I fucking hate saying that because I know they care. I know they care. I want to know who, what decision was made that that was Okay. Because clearly people have to fucking care or they wouldn't spend the money on it or the time or the resources or the dedication to it. What the fuck? Ikuza, that was funny. That was funny. I still hate it, but that was funny. Max, welcome back. What a fucking disaster this event was. Same here, Smiley. I I, I don't want to 
I don't want to jump to conclusions because anything could possibly happen. But with how SSG are talking about this, the the video that they released about like the behind the scenes on how they're trying to create this event, that already proved to me. That already proved to me right there that they care, that they care more. It at least appears they care more. And then when it was and then when it was announced that 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 the side area with the merch and the activities for everyone is going to be free, free for anyone and everyone that. That set them. That set them above and beyond, because they didn't have to do that. They didn't have to do that at all. They didn't have to let people in for free to experience activities and buy merch for the best merch in the scene. They didn't have to do that at all, but they chose to do that. That automatically, that automatically sets them above and beyond, above and beyond. Where do you get that info? I, I forgot where it was said. I think it's in, I think it's in the uh, waypoint post. I think, I think it's in the waypoint post. We're talking the setup of open bracket stations. Pharaoh, we already did and they're awful. Fucking awful. Worst of any major. It might've been a Freudian slip, Malum. I apologize if I misspoke. I'm heated. I'm fucking heated. When is the SSG event? August. August in Salt Lake City, Utah. Should be a banger. Should be a banger. I fucking hope so. He's like, God. All, to put a bow on this entire thing to put a bow on all of it before we move on, because believe it or not, we have more show. I'm sorry. Will to put a bow on this. If the gameplay and the people weren't amazing, which they absolutely 1000% were amazing. If they weren't, (laughs) Oh boy. Oh boy. This rant would be an hour longer. No, I just uh, I wanted to go back and look at the video because I remember there being fireworks, but I didn't remember them looking as bad. And it's only on the as, screens. Yep. As you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the fireworks on the screen. And now that I'm actually focusing on them, it's, it's I, I don't know. It does look. It's just, it, it looks it's like low quality. It really does. It looks like oh, fucking a- no effort was put into it. There's no confetti. There's no like uh like streaming fireworks at the end of the stage. Nothing. There's literally nothing. There was nothing. Oh, there Golden Boy. Shout out to you. Thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. We'll have you on, I promise. Um and also, I hope you get better, man. I really hope you get better. I'm it was it sucked to see you leave like that, but I completely understand. I hope you get better. Rest up and we'll see you hopefully for the next one as well. Love you, man. All right. And Mike Fathom, thank you for the follow as well. I apologize that I missed that. Um, Josh, your opinion on the quad boys, uh, just off the topic for a moment, but let's hear your opinion. Oh, they, they played incredible. They played absolutely incredible. I loved every second of it. Every single second of it. 
This is one where they were just firing on all cylinders. They were. They were. The only the only real criticism I have is the boneheaded mistakes they they did against Optic. Which which we said both teams made some both pretty did. heavy mistakes in that. They uh, both did. But like series. the only, that's the only criticism I have. Like I I thought they'd get fourth. I I thought they'd get fourth. I said it with my chest. I thought they were going to get fourth and that was it because they clearly showed that they could do it. And then they got third. And I'm like, fucking, whoa. So happy. <laughs> so fucking happy, man. Loved them. <laughs> Justin. Patty, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. What's up? What were you going to say? Oh, Justin, golden boy, the BTB champ himself. I want to see that belt defended again. Yep. They will. They will. That was teased as well. It was. Yeah. Hopefully we got a, a, well. a good one going at Worlds. That'd be great. And also, uh, GB, you and uh, you and Tony do an amazing job. All, and that's the thing, too. I need to say this. While you could barely hear them in the venue, while you could barely hear them in the venue, all the casters, all the analysts do a phenomenal job. A phenomenal job. And that's the other thing, too. Here's what I really want to get at real quick. I already ranted about Reddit. I'm going to rant about Reddit again. Average Joey, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. And then real quick, Smiley with the gifted sub and Beth with the gifted sub. You guys get a woo woo. Greatly appreciated. <laughs> Let's talk about the fucking morons on Reddit again. Those that are throwing shade at the casters and the analysts. I see the posts. I do because I look for shit for the show. Those that talk shit about the casters and the analysts. You guys are fucking idiots. You don't know what you're talking about at all. You do not know the work and the dedication that goes into what they do. You have literally no idea. You may not like how they do something. You may not like how they cast. You may not like how they analyze. And that's fine. Everybody has their personal preference. But do not dog on them just because you don't like how they do something. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. Keep your opinion to your fucking selves. Was it Golden Boy that tweeted too, like, casters do not start the game? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, the desk, that's, that has nothing to do with the desk or the casters. Like, that's all technical in the background, observers getting ready, getting ready, getting players into games. And I, all that, all that Twitch chat stuff. Oh, dude, man. And I know, I know that the casters will never, like, and I know you guys, I at least assume you guys would never, like, go out of your way to dunk on them. Um, because you guys take, you guys have the high road. Yeah. I I don't need to take the fucking high road. I we do this show. I don't need to take the fucking high road. All those they are all fucking morons. And I know I get shit. Like I get hate too. Like oh he screams too much. Oh he swears too much. He fucking rants about nothing. Fuck you too. <laughs> no fucking care. Good lord. Keep your keep your fucking opinion to yourself. If you're gonna talk shit, you're getting shit back. You don't know what they do. You yeah. don't know how to do what they do. You think it's so easy? You don't like how they fucking say things? You don't like witty remarks? Do it yourself. Watch what happens. Yeah, just fucking like bitch. Mike Fathom says, Reddit is a keyboard warrior city. That's all it is. There are some good people out there, but you see oh a lot of the God. negative come out there more than the good. People are so fucking stupid, man. It's absolutely insane. Same with the people who used to drop loose and to drop trippy. Fucking morons. Oh, all my right. God. I put I already put the bow on the shit. Yeah, Here we are on. again. I'm sorry. Oh my god. So okay, real quick, last bow that I'm going to put on this. Another one. Another one. Um, Brank, thank you for being here, and thank you for the follow. Real quick. I know that I 
for lack of a better phrase, absolutely shit on this event. I believe it was rightly, rightfully justified. I truly do. It's my opinion. I'm going to stick to it. I experienced it all firsthand. It was, it's how I feel about it. But again, to the casters, to the analysts, to everybody working as hard as they possibly could behind the scenes to try to put on the best event they could for us, to the players, to the fans that were watching at home that were in attendance, thank you. Thank you. Because while in my opinion, this event was fucking awful in terms of everything but what I just mentioned, the gameplay was some of the best we've ever seen. And so many people try to work tirelessly to bring you the best they possibly can. That's it for the topic. Let's get into some competitive news. The classic Halo League 4v4 tournament presented by Darkest Hour and broadcasted by LVT. It's by Darkest Hour. $1,500 plus prize pool July 29th, 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. CHL coming back with a 4v4. It's going to be a good time. Um, Jesus Christ. Thanks, Tom. Um, I thought it was a great fun and the main stage was sick, but the tech issues were baffling and the classic, the tech issues happen every event. Like it, it's, it, you know, it's just Fort Worth and Halo world championship tickets are on sale right now. They started on sale on Friday. Um, but they're on sale right now for Fort Worth. General admission is $50. It's all three days. VIP is a hundred dollars. Again, all three days. Uh, it has not been announced what's included in VIP as of this recording. For the Halo World Championship, general admission is $75 for all three days. What I mean by that is all three days together is $75. It's not like $75 for each day. Okay, I just want to make sure that point's known um, in case I need to clarify. And then VIP, like last year, is $250. Again, it has not been said at the time of recording this episode what is included in VIP. Um... But if it's anything like last year, you got a bunch of swag. That's kind of it. For those who don't know, I want to make sure that my point's known here to make it sound like I'm not like a shill or anything like that because we not, we're not hired by 343. We're not hired by HCS. We're not affiliated with the HCS. We are our own entity. That's why I'm very harsh in specific things, right? Speak our shit. I don't believe VIP was worth it for Worlds last year. That is of my opinion. Everybody can have their own opinion. The reason why I bought VIP is because I want to support the scene further. That is why I buy VIP. Okay? I don't necessarily buy it for the quote-unquote perks, although the perks are can be cool. But I know that the production tour has been shit. Frequently has been, for lack of a better word, shit. But I pay for VIP because I try to support the scene a little bit further. Because I have the means to do so. If you don't have the means to do so, that's perfectly fine. If you want to attend, please try and attend. Because Worlds last year was awesome. The, awesome. What I'll say, they do have the VIP listed for Worlds. Okay. But it's nothing outside of what was already there before. So, early entry to the venue on Friday. Dedicated entry year. line at check-in. Same as last year. Chance to win one VIP tour of 343 Industries Development Studios for oh. you and a friend. Same as last year. 
will receive a Halo World Championship 2023 VIP swag bag. Same, yep. Same as last year. Access to the VIP lounge and private bar. Same as last year. Limited, Which you have to pay for the yes. private bar, by the way. Drinks are not free. Limited edition VIP credentials. Same. Mm-hmm. Exclusive production tour Friday morning. Which has been bad. Um, so I think they made these all bullet points, Yep. but they should have been like indented bullet points. Sure. So a rundown of the venue in various areas, including knowledge and insight on what it takes to get everything set up and working. Yep. The tour ends with an opportunity to get on main stage for a group photo. I heard that worlds and Orlando they, were not great. So, uh, in terms of the production tour and they didn't let you go on main stage for one of them because, uh, teams were already yeah. setting up. Yeah, that's true. You're right. Any pro meetups, auto signings, uh, only if the organization chooses to. So typically what would happen at the majors is that Sentinels at the time, now FaZe, uh, would do one. Um, they would have one. Optic had one at, uh, I forgot if it was Worlds or if it was, I mean, whatever. They they had one. Um, it depends on if the organization wants to. It is not determined by the HCS. Uh, last five points here. Uh, more information will be emailed out closer to the event. Great. Uh Hopefully it's good. And then uh, early access to the free-for-all competition check-in 30 minutes before general admission, chance to win exclusive giveaways, 10% off HCS apparel and merchandise, and VIPs will receive a Halo Waypoint token that unlocks all in-game items provided as Twitch drops over the event weekend. Also, let me just say this real quick because I know I was dunking on the event earlier. If if somebody in chat, because I'm not going to do this on Twitter because I don't fucking care. Like, it, it giveaway's a giveaway. Tyler, welcome to the live show. Thank you for the follow. If anybody here... um. Maybe we'll do, can we, is there a way we could quickly do a giveaway at the end of the show? I have a, I have a card. Yeah. I have an extra card. Oh, for Twitch drops. Yeah. If, so if, if somebody didn't get their Twitch drops for Arlington and you're tuning into the show literally right now, then I will try to stay tuned to the end and I'll try to do a giveaway for it. Yeah. Um, I I think we can set one up in there, right? Can't we? I can get one set up. I can get this going. Perfect. Will we'll try to get one set up. If again, Please, the only thing I ask, we don't do giveaways very often. The only thing that I ask is if you already have your Twitch drops, don't fucking enter the giveaway. Don't be that guy because I don't, the last thing I want to see is you get it just so you could give it away later or you could sell it, whatever it is. Don't fucking be that person. If you're here and you're watching right now and you stay tuned to the end of the show, we'll try to do a giveaway for uh, one, one card for the Twitch drops. If you didn't happen to get your Twitch drops for Arlington. Okay, Cool. Uh, Panther boy, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. Um, give it away the one you got for me. I guess we have two then. Cool. I guess we have two then. Um, I, I'm not, I'm not going to guarantee it. Like, because I don't know if we're going to be able to get it going, but you said you might be able to get it going. We'll say tentatively, if you stay tuned to the end of the show, you might get a chance to win one. Okay. Moving on. Um, so yeah, in my opinion, VIP for Worlds, the price for what you get wasn't necessarily worth it. But again, I, I pay f- full transparency. I pay for VIP because I have the means to do so, and I try to support the scene a little bit further with the means that I have. If you if you don't have the means to do so, like don't feel obligated to get it, right? Spend what you can, spend what you want, and hopefully you're able to go. Because at the end of the day, all we're there to do is enjoy the game that we love. That's the whole fucking point. And while Arlington was an absolute shit show, that's not to say that worlds won't like worlds can't uh, that worlds will be because worlds last year was phenomenal from a spectator standpoint, absolutely phenomenal. 
It's just split to qualification and seeding updates. This article was released over the weekend, like during the fucking tournament. So I'm not going to rant about that. That's besides the point. With the HCS Major Arlington hosted by Optic Gaming this weekend, we're about to conclude the first split of year two of the HCS for Halo Infinite, and what a wild ride it's been. We've seen the closest competition yet so far, and arguably the closest Halo's illustrious esports industry. We, I agree with that. I mean, history, and I agree with that. Due to the HCS being a global scene with four distinct regions, the teams all compete online separately, with LAN events being the place where we get to see them clash. Because of this, we use as much historical data as we can, including the number of teams competing and placements, to decide the strength of each region to determine how many teams go into pool play, what are their seeds, how many teams go into the open bracket, or how many teams attend a global invitational. We believe this approach has worked up to this point. However, over time, it's our goal to let the results speak for themselves directly more and more. Um, oh my God, I'm going to mispronounce that. Uh, it's Sepjepis. It's Sepjepi. It's Sepjepis. It's Sepjepis. Jeepies? I don't know. I apologize. Thank you for the fucking sub. You get a woo! Greatly appreciate. Now we're fucking back to the woos. I'm hamped up, baby! Um... So, and with all land events in HCS year two being open to all regions, that gives us an opportunity to lean into that philosophy even more. For the Arlington Major, there were no changes to the format. Cool. For the next event, however, the HCS Global Invitational hosted by Space Station, the format will remain the same, but, but the seating, the seating will be slightly updated. And it's epi GPs. If I mispronounce that again, I'm sorry, but thank you. Thank you for the clarification on that. I appreciate you. Um, the format, 16-team pool play, 12-team championship bracket. First and second in pools advance to winners round one. Third in pools advance to losers round one. Fourth team, you're out. Fuck you. Which I, th I still think is fucking stupid, but that's that's a rant for another day. Um, seeding, top eight from the Arlington Major regardless of region. Okay. Top eight from Arlington, regardless of region and you auto qualify. All right. Yo. Thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. I, I was about to say yo spolo or yo spol yo. These guys with your guys with their names. Why can't you just have an easy one? Like John, you know, what the fuck? Um, I'm just giving you shit. All right. Ninth through 12th for the, for the seeds. Ninth through 12th for the seeds will be North American. The top two from the SSG qualifier. And then the top two in points after the SSG qualifier. Okay. The 13th and 14th seeds will be from the EU region. That'll be the winner from the SSG qualifier for EU and the top one in HCS points after the SSG qualifier. Following? The 15th seed will be the Mexican team, just one, and it'll be the winner from the qualifier. And then the 16th seed will be the Australia-New Zealand team, again, just the one, and it'll be the winner from the qualifier. Which NA teams have the next post points to qualify? I don't know, Pharaoh, how the points uh, structure, like, I don't know how they've been dispersed since Arlington. How do you use 
Um, oh God, we use fucking. Why'd you cover your mouth on that? You can interrupt the show. We use Stream Elements. Gotcha. Yeah, because fuck Streamlabs. If you use it, that's fine. I just know that you know, their CEO. I assume Shop, uh, Shopify, Native White, and two others. I'm not going to comment at this point in time. Take that for what you will. The Open Championship for Fort Worth. Travel, Chavrel, travel coverage to HCS uh, Major Fort Worth Open Bracket teams will be on the line after the next Global Invitational for each region. The top teams in each region from this tournament will earn travel coverage and a spot in the Open Bracket. More details to come soon regarding dates and the qualifier format, but those teams include top two from North America, top two from EU, top one from Mexico, and top two from Australia and New Zealand. Okay? The Fort Worth Major format. 16-team pool play, 12 pre-qualified, four from the open bracket, per usual. Okay, nothing's changed. Seeding will go as follows. First through sixth will be the top six from the Global Invitational hosted by SSG. Seventh and eighth will be from North America, the top two in HCS points. Ninth through tenth seeds will be from EU, the top two in HCS points. The eleventh seed will be Mexico, the top in HCS points. The twelfth seed will be Australia, New Zealand, the first in HCS points. Thirteenth and fourteenth seeds will be the Fort Worth Open Bracket winners teams. And the 15th and 16th seeds will be the Fort Worth Open Bracket Elimination Team. Teams. Plural. (laughs) There will be a 16-team championship bracket, and here is where the fun is. There will be no elimination from pools. For the Fort Worth Major... There will be no elimination from pools. All four teams will continue. For the first time, all episode. Shout out HCS. You did the bare minimum. In all seriousness, that is a great change. That is a great change. But guess what, guys? Things are going to get negative again. Just wait. First in pools advances to winners round two. In other words, they get a first round bye. And yes, John, that is for Fort Worth. That is for the Fort Worth Major. So that's, there you go. Second and third in pools will advance to winners round one. And fourth in pools will advance to losers round one. And again, that is for the Fort Worth major, the last major of the year in September. The Halo World Championship qualification path. Top eight from Fort Worth, regardless of region. Okay. Then the top four North American rosters in HCS points. Then the top two European rosters with HCS points. Then the winner of the Mexican regional playoff at Fort Worth. 
And then the winner of the Australia-New Zealand regional playoff at Fort Worth. Now, there are asterisks next to those. What does that mean? Let me explain. The regional playoffs for Mexico and Australia-New Zealand are the following. For both the Mexico and Australia-New Zealand regions, if no team from those regions plays top eight at Fort Worth to lock in a spot at the Halo World Championship, the pool play team from the region will face off against the next top placing team from the region at Fort Worth in a best of seven for their region's designated spot. This best of seven will occur on LAN broadcasted the Sunday of HCS Fort Worth. This is to account for a fair opportunity for all teams in the region to earn a spot at the Halo World Championship with only one pool play spot being awarded to these regions at the Global Invitational, the point opportunities for teams for in this region are disproportionate. What better way to settle this than a head-to-head playoff matchup on LAN? We talking playoffs or what? That's right, Pharaoh. So that's, that's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. I like that. In other words, the Fort Worth Major... Sounds pretty fucking awesome. And now we get to. Now we get to the fun one again. Remember when I said that Fort Worth? That's awesome. No teams are eliminated from pools. Everyone's moving forward. We're having a fun time. First team gets a winner's round one bye. Awesome. Love it. We ain't getting that shit at Worlds. Here's the Worlds format. 16-team pool play. All teams that are pre-qualified. Uh, all teams will be pre-qualified. The seeding format will be as follows. First through eighth will be the Fort Worth top eight. We already explained that. Ninth through twelfth will be North America, for, uh, the top four in HCS points. The 13th and 14th seed will be the EU teams with the most points. The 15th seed will be the Mexican team with the most points. And the 16th seed will be the Australia-New Zealand team with the most, or not with the most points, but the team that wins. I, I'm sorry, for Mexico and Australia, it's the team that wins the playoff match at Fort Worth. Okay? Jesus Christ, I'm losing my mind. Remember last year, ladies and gentlemen, when there was a play-in bracket to determine the other teams that were going to be added? You remember this. That is no longer the case for Worlds. There will no longer be a play-in bracket because all 16 teams will have been predetermined after Fort Worth. Okay? It'll be a three-day tournament and event. It'll be a 12-team championship bracket, which means first and second in pools advance to winners round one, third in pools advance to losers round one, and fourth in pools is eliminated. Now, for those who don't remember last year, they had the brilliant idea that, hey, what if we made it so the bottom two teams were eliminated from pools? So we only had eight teams that were competing at Worlds. What if we did that? And then once that was out, once that got out and pros finally realized what was happening, they're like, whoa, what the f- fuck? No. What do you mean? And then HCS is like, okay, 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 okay. 
They backtrack a little bit like, all right, all right, fine. Just the fourth team. Just the fourth team's going to get cut. It's going to be okay. Just the fourth team. (laughs) On the one hand, on the one hand, I understand that one of the points of this, and yes, I can't believe I'm going to be like agreeing with the HCS. It's crazy. I know sometimes I agree with them. The one thing I will say is that I understand from a from a perspective of we just want the best teams proceeding. And therefore, the teams that place better in the pools are the better teams at the event. Okay? I mean, come on. I don't I'm not trying to be an asshole here, but literally go back to literally every major and look at pool placings and and sure you may have an anomaly here or there, but the seeds are the seeds for a reason. But on the other hand, the thing that I hate, especially for Worlds, and when you're doing it at Fort Worth already, is that you're not giving these teams a chance. And I know it sounds stupid, okay? I know it sounds stupid, but it is true when I say the following. It's any given day. It's any given match. You have no idea if you're going to get a hot or cold optic, you have no idea if you're going to get a hot or cold SSG, whatever, whoever. It, I, I just said those two teams. You could put any team in that scenario. You have no idea the type of team that you're going to get until you play them. Any given series, any given day. It's the fact that we're not giving them the chance. And I know you could say, but they had the chance in their pool to advance. I, I understand that and I respect that. But at the same time, this is the Halo World Championship. You're talking about global representation. At least have all the teams advance. If they get eliminated in losers round one, then so be it. They got eliminated in losers round one. But at least they had the chance to fight for it. And you're denying them that chance. And you denied them last year. And at at the same time, I understand from an HCS and a broadcasting perspective, you're trying to put on a tight-knit show. I get it. I fully respect it and understand it. But this is the Halo World Championship, and you're already doing it at Fort Worth. I just praised you for doing something that we believe should have been the norm from the get-go. Was having all teams in those pools represented. And now you're backtracking on that for the world championship. Is it because you don't want to give that first seed a buy? I mean, I can kind of understand that. Is it because you want to keep like the show tight knit? I can kind of understand that too, but come on, man. It's worlds for fuck's sake. And I also understand on the perspective of this is supposed to be Halo Fest where Halo fans of all shape and sizes can come and enjoy enjoy the event, enjoy the tournament, enjoy the festivities. I get that. But at the heart and soul of this event, it's the Halo World Championship. It's the name of the event. It's a tournament. The side stuff is cool, but the emphasis is on the games and the teams that are being there. And you're not being allowed to represent all of them throughout the entire event. I understand this probably won't be changed. I do. I understand it probably won't be changed, but I really hope it does. 
We're still a little ways out from Worlds. I know that they've been in the planning stages for a long time. Jesus. I know they've been in the planning stages for a long time. I know a lot of, I know this takes so much work and so much time. I get that. And I'm glad that you announced all this ahead of time. I am because this gives us the opportunity to talk about this and try to have a conversation and see if we can maybe change something. Cause I really hope something can be changed here. Could these teams be eliminated immediately? Sure. But give them the chance just give them the chance. Please. That's it for the competitive news. Dark Lord of Science and Yoprust. Thank you guys for the follows. Welcome to the live show. Graceface. Welcome to the live show. Thank you for uh, allowing me to join you on the LVT cast. I appreciate it. And you know what, Grace? Just because you did it, you get a... Woo! There you go. That was for you. Will, I'm not even going to make you press the button if you don't want to press it. But what do we usually have next? Usually we have Rostermania, but nothing to go off of right after a big event. Mm -hmm. So we'll move on to some upcoming tournaments of the week. Presented by... Noobcombo.com. Check out noobcombo.com for all your Halo esports needs. There it is. Thank you. Thank you, Grace. Love meeting you too. Um, Thursday, July 6th, the Stadium Spartan Series Finals Group Stage Number 1 is taking place. On Saturday, July 8th, we have the Navi and Europa Halo Summer Series Qualifier Number 1, the LFTG 2v2 Tournament, and the Classic Halo League FFA Series Finals is taking place on that day. And then on Sunday, July 9th, we have the Stadium Spartan Series Finals Group Stage Number 2. Make sure to check them all out. Follow the competitive Halo scene everywhere. Anywhere and everywhere you happen to go. Um, and that's it for your upcoming tournaments of the week, presented by... Noobcombo.com. Check out Noobcombo.com for all your Halo Esports needs. I love it. I love it. Scrim Tournament League recaps. Well, what do we have? We have um, only one. It's the Classic Halo League FFA Series Week 5 results. And uh, top three here. Third place went to Schmegatron. Wonderful name. Mm -hmm. uh, Benjo Stark in second and Killjoy taking first. So congrats. Congrats indeed. Calvinator asks, does somebody have an iCal URL with all these events? If you go to, like, all jokes aside, if you go to noobcombo.com, Cal, um, each event has uh, links for Google Calendar and Apple Calendar. Like, all of all of them have links there. Like, if you if you expand the event, if you go to the events tab and you expand the event, at the bottom of the, at the, bottom of the listing, there's Google and Apple Calendar links. So again, there's a reason why we shout it out on the show all the time is because it's great. It's just fucking great. Um, thank you, Will, for going through that. I greatly appreciate oh, yeah. it, as always. And with that, let's get into some regular news, shall we? Sing in the largest Halo choir in the world by Marty O'Donnell. Everyone and anyone can sing in the world's biggest Halo choir. You can go to gamechoir.com. For more information there, uh, you'll just have to, you'll just be recording your audio of you singing the Halo theme, um, the chant, if you will, 
And uh, you would submit it to them, and then their plan is to compile all of them and to make it into one massive choir, if you will, of the Halo chant, which is pretty fucking cool. So go check that out. And then community BTB maps will be coming to matchmaking sometime in the future. This is by Forge Lord. He states community BTB maps will make it to matchmaking, but I don't have an ETA. So we'll just have to wait and see. And Grace, you are right. Most people are fucking mean and fucking idiotic. Not all of them, but a good chunk that decide to let their voices be heard. That's it for the regular news. God of the Games Watch! My voice is going to be fucking gone tomorrow. I'm guaranteed at this point. Um, Something crazy happened today. Literally today. Yeah. And it was so crazy because I was literally in one of them on Thursday. For those who don't remember, on Thursday, LVT was broadcasting the Texas Throwdown Showdown, the boot camp that was happening, and it was at a Belong Arena in Texas, in a mall. It was in a Belong Arena. Lo and behold, go on Twitter this morning, when Twitter is not a fucking fire pit of disaster, and something gets said. Belong Gaming Arena ceases U.S. operations by James Fudge of the Esports Advocate. The Esports Advocate has learned that Belong Gaming Arenas will cease operations in the United States. A source informed us this morning that majority of the staff based in the United States has been informed that they have been laid off. It is unclear as of this writing just how many people have been affected by this decision. A spokesperson for the company's U.S. operations confirmed the news Monday morning through email. That email states, After careful consideration and a thorough evaluation of our current business operations and strategic alternatives, we have unfortunately made the difficult decision to suspend the operations of our U.S. Belong Gaming Arenas. This decision was not made lightly, and we want to express our deep gratitude to our extraordinarily talented and dedicated staff members and our valued business partners who have been instrumental in our development and success over the last two-plus years. Their hard work, commitment, and passion for providing excellent service and world-class experiences have been the backbone of our business and our culture, and we extend our heartfelt appreciation to every one of them. We have had the privilege of serving this wonderful and unique community, and we are immensely grateful for the trust and support you have shown us. Our team has worked tirelessly to provide an inclusive and fun environment for gamers of all kinds. We continue to evaluate our business model and strategy with the goal of continuing to serve this community that we know and love in the future. Belong Gaming is still, uh, still has operations in the UK, but it is unclear what the future holds for the company there as of this writing. You know what's really bizarre about this i'm glad i bought a shirt oh i love while you were there i love merch you know this as soon as i walked in i saw shirts and shit and i looked at the guy and i'm like can i buy a shirt he's like yep and i bought a shirt i'm glad i did because they gone little piece of history now a little bit i'm just gonna say the following to all of those that have been laid off um, my thoughts go out to you. I hope that you're able to bounce back on your feet as quickly as humanly possible. I know that things are rough out there. Um, but thank you for all the work that you've done. And like I said, I truly hope that you guys are able to bounce on your feet, feet your feet as soon as possible, because that's, it's an awful way to learn about it. 
and you guys didn't deserve that, obviously. So good luck in the future. That's it for Cotton of the Games Watch. It's time for those adventures with a for me. What'd you play? Well, last week. Uh, just on the infinite grind still. Trying to get better. Trying to improve. Trying to get my career rank up, because that's fun to see now. So yeah, just playing playing some infinite. Very nice. Um I also played some infinite. And I played on the Steam Deck, and I played via Xbox Cloud Gaming. And let me just say, it was awesome. Oh, that's good. That is not a joke. It was genuinely awesome. I'm not kidding. I am dead ass when I say that I had a game. We lost. It was just a social game. I'm not playing ranked on a fucking Steam Deck via Cloud. It was just a social game. It was strongholds. Score goes to 200 instead of 250. Yeah. Okay. We lost 200 to 140. I was double positive. And we lost. And I was playing on a fucking cloud connection. I went double positive. Like, that was... I was mad at my teammates. Like I'm like, what the fuck are we doing? If I'm doing this on a cloud connection, what the fuck is going on? But no, it was a social game. It is what it is. Um, but no, it worked really, really well. Video idea I got to Onyx playing on a Steam Deck. On a Steam Deck via cloud gaming. Actually, fuck it. It'd probably be even harder playing natively because the game doesn't run incredibly well. Huh. I'm not... I'm not... Uh, no, I'm not going to fucking do that. Uh, Fox's <laughs> cloud gaming is getting better nowadays. My, uh, my OG one can handle cloud games. It would struggle with local. That's fucking awesome, man. That's fucking awesome. Grace not making me fucking nervous and I am way taller than you, but it's okay. You'll grow, you'll grow a couple inches. You'll get there eventually. And I mean, I'm just kidding. You're fucking not doing it. <laughs> um, you put into a mental hospital attempting that it's kind of what it feels like absent. Doesn't it but doing remote play on the steam deck while laying in bed for the few games. It's been amazing. It really does feel great after this weekend. Do you think optic might have some roster changes? No, I do not believe so. Anything is possible. Anything is possible. We know that. I don't have insider information. Anything is possible. I don't want them to, and I don't think they will. If they're going to make a change, I would assume it's in the offseason. And Snag, uh, shout out Snagu, made a good point that, and it, okay, I, I'm not trying to throw this into the, into the it, I'm not trying to throw this out there or anything like that. I just, I think he makes a good point. What if lethal, I mean, what if lethal, what if, what if formal wants to retire? Like what if formal wants to retire after this year? Right? What if all hypothetical, I'm not saying he's going to, I'm not saying I want him to, I'm not saying, he, I'm not saying any of that. Hypothetically speaking, right? What if he would want to? I just hope that they don't make any changes that they're going to make a change. I hope they don't do it until the off season. That's it for me. Um, then I played some Smash and Mario Kart. We played at the Airbnb. Uh, Riz and I played in the airport. We played some Mario Kart in the airport. Nice. It was a good time. Um, yeah, it was fun. It was a fun. It was it was fun to play games for once during a tournament weekend. It was it was that was fun. I mean, we we did bring our setup to 
Kansas City, but we yes. really didn't get much game time. No, in. we played like a little bit one night, and that was it. Yeah. Um, but like playing Smash was fucking hilarious because I was I I did a game of Donkey Kong and I just downbeat the entire oh. fucking time, so I was pounding the ground, and I was I was laughing my fucking ass off. Pulled the Dom Strat. It was so no Dom Strat is Kirby. Kirby. Kirby down B and then up B. Hey 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 hey. It's that was that's Dom in a nutshell. Shout out Dom, um, but no, I was I was being an asshole at Don, with Donkey Kong. It was fucking hilarious. Uh, Formal just said after Last Worlds, this was just the beginning, right? But they were winning. Oh, that was an asshole statement from me. Anything can happen, man, and I'm not saying I wanted to, and I'm not saying it is, but anything can happen. Yeah, I think Formal is just a. He's just a competitor. Mm-hmm. Like he had a lot of those down years over at COD and then came to Halo, started winning again. It may have reignited that flame and make maybe he'll want to stay and keep trying to win in Halo. Absolutely. Zarner says we need another post-turning lamb like at Raleigh. Yes, I agree, and that, I wasn't even there. That was incredible. Yep. I agree with that statement. I wasn't even there. Do you guys already talk uh, Riz's first beer bong game and all the fun uh, post-event shenanigans? No, I have not. To be honest, I have not, and I'm sorry I didn't. Because yes, all the post all the post event shenanigans were awesome. Riz played beer pong for the first time and won. What? Nice. Yeah, he played beer pong for the first. He was fucking on fire. Literally in the the rule of the game, he was on fire in the game. He's fucking. He played his ass off. It was great. Um, and yeah, the it's, we had some good food, good vibes. Uh, yeah, the weekend was fun overall. The event was ass, but the weekend was very fun overall. And fucking daddy tried to kill us a couple times, you know, is what it is. Um, yeah, we watched, we watched the fucking sticky buddy video. Oh no. I laughed my ass off again because that video is amazing. This is a good time. Um, yeah, that's all I played. I'm sorry. We're running really, really long this episode. Uh, so, but it sounds like I don't want to jinx it, but it sounds like everything's done out there. Yeah. So. We had some hail, we had some thunder, we had some lightning, we had some rain, but that ceased. So, I don't know. Will. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Daddy says Snag couldn't win a single rank game on my account. You're right. But I did. And you did. And Riz did. Fuck you, Snag. And then I, now, and guys, I have my own, uh, I have my own call out now on streets. I have my own pillar call out on streets. Because I had the worst pucket rocket of all time. Which pillar is it? Uh, the one closest to um, the one closest to uh, tires. Okay. Like as soon as you exit tires, the it's like right, right there. there. Yeah. yeah. The JK fire pillar. That's basically what it is. So what happened was, I'll shit on myself. That's fine. Uh, there was a, there was a teammate in the game who was mad. He was really mad uh, at how we were performing, and the guy shouts. He's on stairs. He's on stairs. And I was turned around. Like I was looking towards a side, I think. And I whipped around and I just shot and it's fucking hit the pillar in front of my face. And I died. I didn't Uh. get the guy on stairs, but then the running joke was what the fuck stairs are you talking about? There's lots of stairs on that map. Obviously, I know he was talking about B stairs, but there's A stairs, there's B stairs, there's, there's C, C stairs, stairs, there's PD stairs. 
There's so many stairs. Fucking come on. And daddy did defend my honor. He fucking, they were in a, they were in an Xbox message fight. Let's just say nice. him and yeah. Gotta love those. Yep. Wants is his fault. Honestly, it was fuck that. Yeah. Fuck that guy. He didn't specify which fucking stairs. My rocket was instinctual. Yeah, fucking out. Thought he was pushing you from stairs. Yeah. So you fired at the pillar. Yeah, I fucking got myself good. But hey, remember. Forget streets and stairs. It's stairs. There, there's a lot of stairs on that map. Uh, but all jokes aside, I did know what stairs he was talking about. I completely biffed the rocket and killed myself. And the running joke is that now it's my pillar because I made the worst pocket rocket of all time. And the the running joke all weekend long was that I was just hoping to God a pro did the same thing I did uh. just so I could be validated. And guess what? It never happened. From all the matches I watched, I watched a lot of Halo. Nothing fucking happened. That was sad. Like, uh, whatever the uh, last Streets game was, and I just, I'm sitting there like, it could still happen. It could still happen, and it never fucking happened. Like, fuck. Um, it's like saying he's near the billboard. Which fucking one? See, thank you, guys. Fuck that guy. Thank you. Uh, Bazooka Joe. See, I fucking nailed that name. Nice. Yeah. Bazooka Joe, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. Closest thing was probably Lucid's point blank rocket that didn't kill. Talk about the a lot of rockets that didn't kill when they probably should have. And you know what? I've been saying it since season four released, which I know wasn't that long ago. I've been saying it since season four released. I swear to God, rockets were nerfed. Maybe it was unintentional because it was never said, but I swear to God they've been nerfed. Splash well, let, damage let me, doesn't seem nearly as much as it was let, before. Let me throw this at you. Sure. They nerfed the grenade damage. Explosion what, damage. Because it's explosive, what if it also nerfed rockets? What if somehow it got connected? Mm-hmm. See? See? I knew it. I fucking, I felt it as soon as I played the first, my first game of season four, I felt it in my fucking bones that something was wrong. It just didn't, it never, I swear to God, it's, it's, it's been nerfed. I love how you guys are still going off. I'm like, he's on the map. There's a smart right there. Where's right there? I will fucking know. Just like, uh, smash man. Thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. Teammate phase. And HRL likes to start off every game. Four guys their base. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. He's my spawn. What spawn? Oh my God. <laughs> all right. All it's right. so fucking funny because it's, it's, that's literally like how we felt in the moment. The three of us were like, all of us were sitting there and uh, the three of us, the, the five of us, technically all of us were sitting there and the guy says it and we're and literally we're like, what the fuck is he talking about? Oh my God. Whatever. That's besides the point. That's all I fucking played. We can move on. Um, let's go to some shout outs. Shout out to everyone who followed and subbed during the live show and who sat here through my rants and my upset, upsetedness. Uh, thank you guys. Thank you all for being here. 
Let's get some shout outs going, huh? Um, give me one second. While you're getting set up here, I'm going to start that giveaway we talked about earlier for the, uh, the drops. Okay. So I think, I think we're going to have chillin gave one as well. So we're going to technically have three. Okay. Okay. We're going to, so for those who are still here right now in the chat, I'm not going to advertise this. If you're here, you're here. If you're not, that's okay. You missed out. Um, we'll be doing three separate giveaways for the Arlington drops, the Arlington Twitch drops. If you were not able to get them all, or if you just didn't get them at all, whatever it may be, all I ask, please, for the love of God, do not be a person that just gets the code to then sell it, give it away. Otherwise, please only enter. If you actually need the fucking code, please. That's all I ask. Again, I'm not going to advertise this or any shit like that. If you're here, you're here. You'll have, you may have an opportunity to get it. Um, so will I believe you. Yep. You started the giveaway giveaway has been started again. We're going to give away three codes for Arlington drops. If you missed your opportunity to get them before I'm going to go through the shout outs while this is running. I'm um, not sure how all this points thing work. Uh, I have never run a stream element giveaway before, but you are limited to one ticket. So if you try to get more, don't add any extra. It will not allow you to, I'm not sure if it'll kick you out. Um, Swole Daddy says giveaway five codes. I got two f- more for us. Oh my God. Okay. Well, if, if five people win, then we'll give away five. Um, Grace with the sub. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Oh shit. You sub for three months in advance. Grace, what the fuck? Thank you. That's super sweet of you. Well, guess what? You're going to get three woos. Woo! 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 Thank you so much, Grace. It's greatly appreciated. You're awesome. Um, also, real quick, Fate, uh, Whatever Duke, and Slunty, thank you guys for the follows. Welcome to the live show as well. Um, and Daddy, thank you for the 14 bits and said one bit for each drink Josh had on Friday. I had seven, actually. I had seven gin and tonics on Friday. And I have oh. all the cups. I have all the cups still. Ah, damn. Yeah, I was going ham. So, yeah, uh, if you're looking to enter the giveaway, I guess type ticket one in the chat. Ticket one in the chat, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to go through some shout-outs here, huh? Let's do it. Um, Scary Mary Kim. Uh, Prof. More tear. More. Oh, my God. I'm just going to say Prof. Oh, fuck. Jesus. One Tough Canadian. Dav. Dr. Dive. Cal. Peacock TV. uh, Mrs. Meek Mill. uh, Shout-out, Meek, and your wife. Awesome. Chugnautics. Uh, San Paulito, Gamer Score 5, Calvinator, Schlags, Austin We Brink, Gary Snacks, uh, YVD Matt, Tetrify, Times Knight, Lil Ugly Shane, Pope Quinton, Gator, P Turn, Loki Redmond, Violet Gothic, Black Limba, Pack, So Shinobi, uh, SOG Uncle Rico, Chillin' Dylan. Oh, God. Kaneki, again, I apologize. You already told me how to fucking pronounce it, and I already missed. I already messed up again. I'm sorry. Keep composure. Supied. Axel Shifter. Fear. Zypersonic. Rampancy. Mike Fathom. Golden Boy. Shut up. Uh, Patty Slay. Average Joey. Brank. It's Tyler OG. The Panther Boy. Yo SPL. Yo. Dark Lord of Science. Yo Prust. Or Yo Prust. Uh. Bazooka Joe, because I got that right the first time. Smash Man, Fate, 
Whatever, Duke and Slunty, thank you all very much for the follows. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much. And then, and then, we have one tough Canadian with the primer. We have Wes with the three-month resub primer. We have Danny Phantom with the five-month resub. Godzilla with the 15 fucking gifted. Wow. Smiley with the five gifted. Wow. Dust with a 38-month resub arena. Smiley with the gifted sub. Smiley with the next gifted sub. Beth with the gifted sub. Uh, GPs, that's what I'm going to call you from now on, with the sub. And Graceface with a three-month advanced sub. You all get a woo! Thank you all very much. Turo, it's okay. That's why we record it, and that's why we put it on the podcast services around the world and on YouTube. So trust me, Turo, you didn't miss a fucking thing. You didn't miss a thing. But trust me, if you want to rant, oh boy, is there one in this one. Pure delight with the sub. You also get a woo. God, you guys are awesome. Thank you all so much. Will. Yeah. Um, do we have winners, a winner a win, or winners selected? Uh, nobody's entered. Oh, well shit. If nobody enters, then nobody enters. That's fine too. Does, does anyone need these codes? If nobody, did y'all get your that, drops? That's the thing. I hope everybody got their drops, but this is just an opportunity for if people didn't. That's why I'm not advertising it or shit like that. I want people to have the opportunity to get them if they haven't already. And uh, accessing Sean asks, how yeah, do I enter? Um, I believe you. Let me see if this works. Pure PD, you're too kind. Way too kind. Grace, you need to relax. <laughs> Absent says, I do have someone who lost their card that was there. Um, I'll say this. If nobody enters the giveaway, Absent, reach out on Twitter. Reach out on Twitter DMs. Our DMs are always open. Stream elements just says to type ticket space one to enter. Ticket space one. Do not type out space. I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> like Ticket space one. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Now... Did one come through yet or no? Is it exclamation point ticket space one or is it just ticket space one? Oh, here we go. Yeah, none of these are coming through. Oh my God. Jesus Christ. Let me refresh this, see what's going on. Grace, relax. Not in her lexicon. I understand that completely. At me, relax. Yeah, Grace. For fuck's sake. Ticket Juan. Oh, Juan. Yeah, dude. Love it. Love it. It's hashtag will say daddy one. Oh. oh my God. I'll just say this because it doesn't look like a lot of people yeah. are entering anyway. If you, if you genuinely need one, let us know. Like right now, if you in chat right now, if you genuinely need one right now, let me know. I'm, I'll wait. I'll wait to see who says it. Anyone love seeing the creeper in the crowd? Loved him. Loved him, loved him, loved him. Lexicon, what an outstanding word it is. Accessing Sean, got it. Okay. Absent for your for the guy, I get it. Great to meet everyone this past weekend. Ashley, you were amazing. Thank you so much for taking the time to come say hi. Enjoy the stickers. Casting Creeper is the best. Absolute the best. Is the best. I have two so far. Accessing Sean and Absent. Anybody else absolutely need the Twitch drops? 
Ashley, thank you for being there. And thank you for coming up and saying something. Thank you. Seriously. We were all dedicated Halo peeps. We got them. I'm just making sure. Like, we have extra codes. I'm not going to fucking post them on Twitter or anything like that. Like, if, if I'm just asking if anybody doesn't have them yet and they're here right now, they can get them. I think we have two. I think we've just got two. Which is 1,000% fine. I just want people to have the opportunity to get them if they haven't already. Therefore, um, accessing Sean and... Um, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Absent. Accessing Sean and Absent. Reach out to us in the DMs. Twitter DMs. Twitter DMs. Reach out. They're open. Reach out in the Twitter DMs. Get you the code. Quick question. When you are there, do you get a code for the drops? Or are you shut out of luck? We get to watch uh, the live event. You get a code. You get a card um, that has a scratch off on it that has the code for the drops, Joe. Your sticker is always great. Thank you, Peanut. Thank you very much. Stay tuned for the world's ones. Those things are going to be fucking fire. Not JK. I'm not, jo- I'm not joking about it. I, I'm super excited to see how the world's ones come out. I think they're going to be awesome. And spoiler alert, the Fort Worth ones. Like I bought my ticket to Fort Worth. I'm hoping to go to Fort Worth, but the Fort Worth one um, is going to be like the Dallas Cowboys colors. So that's a spoiler for you. You should send some to me since I can't make it. Could maybe make that happen, Ashley. I'm not going to open it up to everybody because I don't want people. I don't want to pay for shipping for everything. You know what I mean? Maybe we can make that happen. Let's go Cowboys. Fuck no. The only reason why I'm doing that is because Optic was hosting this one. Um, because if it if Optic wasn't ho- hosting this one, this would have been like Dallas Cowboys themed. That's fine, Ashley, but I don't necessarily want you to. You know what I mean? Josh is going to rent a car for Fort Worth, so if he does, good luck. Drive safe. I'm going to fuck. I'll destroy your driving. Are you fucking kidding me? They go fast as fuck, boy. What's up? Oh, the uh, we're getting the uh, whispers through. And it's funny because I literally asked for a Twitter DM, not a Twitch whisper. (laughs) I love you guys, but come on. Simple instructions. God. What if they don't have Twitter, man? I'm going to be that asshole that I'm going to be that asshole that says who doesn't have Twitter right now. I, I respect the fuck out of those that don't have social media. I absolutely respect the fuck out of you for not having social media if you don't. But uh, I thought everybody fucking has Twitter. Uh, why are there no exit numbers in Dallas? Most frustrating part about driving there? I don't know. It's kind of a good good question. For uh, failing to follow instructions, now they must get 100 Spartan kills in 20 minutes. There you go. Like that idea. Accessing. I see you there. He's coming in the DM soon. I feel it. Um, <laughs> yeah, who do you think you are? I am. Oh, oh my god. Holy shit! All right. Um, this has been a long one. I I think uh, for all intents and purposes, I think it's been a good one. Uh, even with the rant included. Again, for like, I know we're laughing about the who do you think you are? I am. Uh, in all seriousness. Um, like if, if a new person co- happens to listen to the show or watch the VOD or whatever it is, and they, and they hate what they heard in terms of me shitting on what the event was, I fully respect your opinion. I'm, if you enjoyed the event, never want to take that away from you. You, you deserve to enjoy anything and everything. 
These are just my opinions. I convey them through this outlet that we have, which is the show. And if you don't vibe with that, I completely understand. I completely respect your opinion. And I appreciate you taking the time to try to listen. All I want, all I want is for everybody to do better. This, I feel this event was a complete and utter letdown from a spectator standpoint at the event. And when it's, when it's presented by optic, you have expectations and even the expectations for a major were not even met. So I know I put a bow on the conversation earlier, but again, just for people who may be coming in, I just want people to understand that. That's all. Um, real quick, I need to bring up Patreon because of course I am ill prepared for this fucking show. Like always. Okay. Next shout out. Shout out to everyone who is a patron at the semi-pro and higher tiers. That includes one swollen Danny pistol, Danny phantom Riz, uh, Zarners, Obby joy, Mr. Smiley, high tech redneck goalie sniper. The only Neeb, heavy rainfall, elated dartboard carnage. Thank you all so very much for the added support over on Patreon. Um, Will's going to shout out the Patreon in just a little bit, but seriously, uh, I, all I'm going to say is this. If you enjoy this show in any capacity, and you are a sub on Twitch, or if you thought about subbing on Twitch, well, we love Twitch subs. I think it's great. Love it. Okay. That's awesome. Love the support. I want your money to go further and how you can do that. And again, for those who don't know, I don't give a shit about revenue splits. Don't care. If you want your money to go farther, we have a Patreon where for $5 a month, you get an exclusive audio show. You get access to exclusive Q and A's that we do every month. Um, and again, it's the same price of a Twitch sub. So that's, I'm just going to leave it at that. Feel free to, if you don't, that's perfectly fine as well. Never going to fault you for it. Even if you just listen to the show, I greatly appreciate it. We greatly appreciate it. And again, we'll, we'll plug later. Um, happy belated birthday to barcode and Steve downs. And man, I barcode. I'm so sorry what happened to you, man. Um, but I hope you did get to enjoy your birthday as best as you could. I know they, they, they threw a little party for you. That's awesome. I really hope you got to enjoy your day. And then uh, happy birthday today to Eco. Happy birthday, Eco. I know you didn't get the placing you wanted this event, but uh, as I try to tell every team, heads held high and work towards the next one because you guys are amazing. Um, Kaneki, thank you for the follow. And Dark Lord of Science with the gifted sub. Thank you so much for the gifted sub. You get a woo! Greatly appreciate it as always. <sighs> nope. Maybe, but I see Kaneki now. Oh, yeah. Kaneki then, Kaneki now. It's two different Kanekis. It's two different Kanekis. Kaneki Deki? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, That's all I got for the shout-outs. Community creations, real quick. Halo memes every day. There's a small holla husky raid map by Halo Funtime Forgers. Go check that out. It looks, it looks funky. It looks fun. I like funky. It looks funky. And then the number one Halo team in the world, Phase Spartans documentary for HCS Dallas by Phase. Go check that out. 
Nia had a very I, sweet ask. Yes, I know. I've read it three times now, people. And Nia is... Uh, so, Daddy's real name is Alex. I'm sorry to ruin everybody's. Oh. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Well, I'm sorry, Daddy. I know. Um, that's Alex's wife, Nia. She was very sweet the entire weekend. They're a wonderful host. I, I know you had a plan. I did have a plan. But she did ask nicely. I don't have the energy for it right now. I'm, like, about to fall asleep. I don't even know if I should drive home tonight. It's not going to be good. Hit me with your best shot. No, uh, no I can't Fire do it. Fire away. I can't do it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I need to prepare sorry, for Daddy. this. Riz says, she said I had a career in beer pong. After the first game, we have a fucking natural born prodigy of beer pong. Oh, my God. She also did say Riz had a career <laughs> in beer pong. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. Yeah, he's a fucking prodigy. <laughs> Some fucking prodigy of beer fog, my guy. Hot dog contest is tomorrow. Can't wait. Oh, my God. Get out of here. Let's start challenging teams to beer pong for our HRL matches. Yo, maybe that's how you guys win. Oh, man. That's a great idea. Down. <laughs> I respect you for putting up with my BS in Halo for 20 years. Oh, man. Oh, all right. That's it for the community creations. Will? Yeah. That's all I got for the show. So if you wouldn't mind doing me a favor and plugging this motherfucker. As Josh said, go check out the Patreon. Lots of good stuff going on over there. Some extra content for you. Uh, search for HGS Pro Talk. And as always, you can find us on your favorite podcast services like iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, and Google Play as well because Stitcher is going to be gone. So you got to get that out of the show notes. Mm-hmm. And uh, also like Josh's favorite. Pocket Cast. Still not still an ad. Not an ad. Uh, join our Discord if you haven't already. Uh, community discussion going on over there. Talk throughout the week. I hosted a, a little Sunday watch party for the, the finals. Yes, you did. Yes, um, you did. Yeah, just people talking about IRL stuff, sports, F1. It's all over there. Go check it out. You can uh, find us on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, uh, YouTube, TikTok. Search for HDS Pro Talk on all the platforms. YouTube's got our old VODs and uh, interview series up over there as well. And if you go to HDSProTalk.com, it'll actually send you over to the fine folks at Podcast Evolved. Make sure to check out EvolvedHalo.com. Your home for Halo. And all of their great shows, such as Podcast Evolved, Mission Debrief, Halo TV Plus, Book Club, Builds with Blocks. Halo Headlines, and Halo Gear Guide. Hell Go yeah. check it out. Do it up, please. That's all I got, Josh. Awesome. Um, I fucking didn't get rid of this. On the next episode of the show, we will be breaking down the amazing series throughout Arlington. So we didn't do that this episode. Um, we did run through the 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 bracket we ran through pools we ran through like winners and everything and all that stuff but we didn't really break down the series like we typically do during during event post shows we're going to save that to next week um frankly i didn't have enough time because today was travel day got back fell asleep on accident next thing i knew it was like 5 30 and we recorded seven like i don't have time so we will be doing all of that next week. So cons- I guess you could consider that our HCS Arlington post show part two, if you will. Um, 
So stay tuned for that. Good thing you split it. This would easily have been five hours. Maybe it would have broke the old record. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you for being. Thank you guys for being you. You deserve the world. Thank you, grass. Great grass. Thanks, grass. grass. <laughs> Thanks, oh. Grace. Wow. Words fucking, are fucking hard, man. Exhaustion I'm, kicking I know, in. I know for a fact I'm never going to live that down now. I know for a fact I'm never going to live that down. Um, I'd be asleep for the next two days. No idea how you still made it on time for the night. We appreciate you. I appreciate you guys. I really do. I appreciate you guys. Will and I, I thought you were going to want to postpone till tomorrow. No, I, I, no, I, I worked on notes throughout the weekend. And my plan, because I, I, I haven't done that before. So my plan was to try working on notes throughout the weekend. And try and have everything ready to go. Did Grace say something? Grass fast. Yeah, grass fast. It's grass to you. Fuck off, Grace. Uh, (laughs) um, God damn it. See, I worked on notes throughout the weekend. And I was going to try and, like, watch the series uh, in the airport. But, like, Riz and I were playing Mario Kart. And then the plane, I wasn't going to take out the laptop on the plane and try to work on them. Because the Wi-Fi is not great. Mm. Um, and then I got home and we were running around. And it was just, it was hard. So, no, we talked about it. We're like, we're either going to do it. it. It was either we do it tonight. Or my vo- if my voice is still present, we do it tonight. Or we postpone to the 4th. Um, my voice was fine. I didn't try to scream that hard at the event. And uh, here we are. Here we are. Yeah. SSG lost seven maps in a row to phase. They need a, they need a coaching change. Zero adjustments. Coach Elam is the Doc Rivers of the HCS. Verb, I'm not even going to go that far. I'm not even going to go that far. The only thing I will say, like, yeah, the only thing I will say, and it's hard to say this because the awards were given, how the awards were given at the time, but like if if the awards were given at the end of the event, then Royal One should have gotten the best coach award. And that's nothing against Elamite. Okay. Nothing against Elamite. It, it it's just if the awards were presented at the end of the event, you know what I mean? Because they yeah. won. You know, and they got swept. Like that's shout out Delta been on the plane listening for an hour. Yo, PD, you're leaving now. Oh actually also shout out Delta. That's who I fight with, but that's besides the point. I'm not shouting out the kid that was kicking my seat the entire time though, but that's whatever. It's a kid who gives a shit. Um, PD goat on a plane. You know what else is goaded? Sitting next to PD on the plane. That's what's goaded. Sitting next to PD on the plane, not realizing who each other were. PD whips out his phone and has Halo on it. Oh, nice. Yep. And I and I just I just tap him on the shoulder and I'm obviously I fully I well know well knew what he was going to fucking Dallas for because he's watching Halo on his phone and so I tap him on the shoulder and I'm like, "What are you going to Dallas for?" He's like, "What?" I'm like, "What are you going to Dallas for?" He's like, "Oh, the Halo tournament, you?" And I'm like, "The Halo tournament." I point at the head. He's like, "Oh shit!" And we we fucking oh that's awesome. Yeah, we shot the shit basically the entire flight. It was hilarious. Another fun fact, and I don't get this one at all, but I found this incredibly ironic. Okay. The older gentleman, the older gentleman sitting next to us. So it was myself in the window seat, PD in the middle, and then this older gentleman on the right. And we're, we're all, it's a great time. We're all having a great time. All super nice. It's awesome. This older gentleman, and again, Think about the context here. This gentleman has no idea what Halo is, 
has no idea what PD and I are talking about. He has his headphones on, right? He has no idea. Keep that context. And again, I don't see the resemblance, okay? So if you say, I don't see it, I know, I don't see it either, but bear with me. The older gentleman told me, PD, you may have been in the bathroom at the time. I think you were in the bathroom at the time. The guy turns to me. He's like, hey, has anyone ever told you you look like Steve Vai? And I'm like, what? And he's like, you know who Steve Vai is, right? And I'm like, yeah, the legendary guitarist. I know who Steve Vai is. Will is looking him up right now because he doesn't understand. Is. Do you understand who, who what he did? Do you understand how important this is that he said that I look like Steve Vai? Fully not knowing what Halo is. Okay. Steve Vai did the, the, guitar, the, the guitar part for part. the Mjolnir yeah. Halo 2 theme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know they brought him I in. know I don't, Halt. I know I don't. He said I do. I know. I know. That's why I wanted to pull it up to be like. But think about that. Think about that. He said that on a plane. On the way to, to Dallas. On the way to Dallas for a Halo event not knowing what Halo was at all, sitting next to two individuals who were there to go to said event. And out of all things he could have said, that's what he says. I couldn't fucking believe it. And then I was, I, I was told that I look like Walshy again at the venue. So there's that too. That never ends. We were, we were laughing so hard when the gentleman said that I look like Walshy because it happens more often than you think. And, the, and he even said, he's like, he had to do a double take because he thought that I was sitting in the, like I was Walshy sitting in the crowd. I'm like, I'm not fucking him. And I don't look like him, but I appreciate that. Isn't it Juan? Isn't it fucking crazy? Right? Peanut. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? I'm still so mad that I couldn't go up to Walshy and say, Hey, you look so much like Josh from HTS Pro Talk. Hey, Daddy, next time spell Protoc correctly. Uh, you bitch. I get to give him shit. I'm going to give him shit. That's fine. Yeah. Um, free drinks. I'm so happy with watermail. Hey, welcome to Comfort Plus. It's a good time. Take advantage of that alcohol, man. It's great. Um, I got I got that. Uh, I got an espresso martini in a can on the way to on the way to Dallas. All right. We got to end the show. Um. Like I said, next week, deep dive into series for Arlington. It's going to be a good time, even if the event was absolute shit. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for episode 294 of HGS Pro Talk. Again, to everybody here who kept things respectful, um, who added to the conversation, thank you so much for doing so. Um, it truly means an absolute shit ton that you took the time out of your night uh, to come join us live for the show. To those that are tuning into the audio version of the show on your favorite podcast service, to those that are checking out the YouTube out on YouTube, thank you guys also for taking the time out of your day, night, week, month, whatever it is. If you take the time to listen to the show, it is more than appreciated. I, I know I, I always sound like a broken record, but it means more than you'll ever know. Truly. Um, I have nothing else to say. We've gone for almost three and a half hours at this point. Obviously, we could go for more, but we're going to save it for next week. Will's tired. Sleepy boy, we need to get him home. Um, <laughs> guys, thank you so much. We'll be back next week.
But until then, bye-bye.